left it with a microphone for those listening and not watching the video. If he dies, he dies. He dies. He dies. Oh, there is no one on that Broncos team that I love more right now than Vaughn Miller. That man is an absolute goddamn legend. He could come into my house and fuck my wife, and I would say thank you very much, sir. Man to man? I don't know. The mayor of New Orleans <laughs> basically came out twirling the umbrella like, fuck Drew Brees and his wife. Who would you like, rather have sex with? We would be... I'm an island boy. I, I'm like this island boy. I picture Joey now on every Sunday watching Teddy Two Gloves, like that SpongeBob meme where he's like dried out with the eyes fucking like bloodshot. Like, you damn kid. What the fuck are you doing, Phil? Walk, walk. And there's a peanut butter and jam. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another outstanding episode of Row One, Seat One, right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide, Joey Fats Radio. Coming at you live right here. Blizzy with me tonight. Thank yeah. you for joining me. Thank you for joining me, bro. What up? Sean will not be here tonight. He is uh, on a marvelous looking vacation right now in a nice. ver- somewhere very tropical. Nice. I'm very, very jealous. Yeah. I'm, I'm extremely jealous of him. I, I was watching his uh, watching his Facebook stories and everything else that was going down. I was like, God fucking damn it, dude. Like, that place looks pretty. Wherever he is at looked really fucking cozy. Yeah. And it looks really, really, really nice. And I am very, very jealous uh, of him being there. So uh, thank you all for joining us. 774-992-8702 is the phone number that we are, uh, if you want to get in touch with us. show looks a little bit different tonight than weeks past. We're toying with some new setups here. We're toying with some new get some new toys coming in. So we're trying to get uh, things set up a little bit differently here because we are going to give you what we hope is going to be a much, much, much more improved uh, look to the show, a little bit more aesthetically pleasing, easier on the eyes, easier to look at, obviously a little bit more professional looking. Right. Uh, JoeyFatsRadio.com is under construction. Uh, that will be up and running at some point. We don't know when, but we will definitely keep you in the loop. And until then, go uh, row on seat one on Facebook. Give us a like and a follow on there. Give us a like and a follow on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, too, if you don't mind giving us a five-star review on there, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about tonight, Paul. There's a lot going on free agency-wise. There's a lot going on in the NBA. MLB is back. It, yeah. is, uh, it is a great time of year, and it is March, and that only means one thing, that their tournament is kicking off. Yeah. Uh, I believe tomorrow, actually, is the last four in. Uh, play-in games. Yeah, yeah, for the championship. Uh, we do have a bracket up on the row one seat one page. I will put the link up to that in the uh, in the chat and pin it. Uh, anybody who wants to join that and compete against us, we've got our brackets filled out. I assume you have yours. No, I have to do mine. I was just so, about to say, I'm like, oh well, we, shit, you know I got to get on that. We got a couple things to do post show. Yes, yes. So we, we got we got a little Snapchat group, pretty exclusive Snapchat group. But uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go ahead and we'll, we'll fill out your bracket when we do that too. So yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll get into that as well. Uh, so we've got a bunch of stuff to do tonight here, Paul. Uh, what do you want to What do you want to kick it off with? Do you want to start with the free agency thing? I mean, it seems like that would be the kind of logical choice, right? Yeah, a couple signings today, I guess. Nothing. I mean, obviously, no no big time Colts news or anything like that. So I'm still sitting here patiently, frustratingly waiting. There is a big time <laughs> Colts rumor, though. Oh, the Colts are seemingly interested in Chandler Jones. Yes, yeah. And now that the Broncos inked Randy Gregory to a five-year, $70 million deal, uh, dollar deal after he had reportedly uh, signed with the Cowboys, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was like, uh, they was like, all right, and the Cowboys are re-signing Randy Gregory. And then, like, Broncos like, no, just kidding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh wait, you didn't hear. He did a he full. He did a full ago. one. Hey, he did the full Grandpa Simpson. He just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just dipped on the Cowboys. Uh, he was just like, you know what? Uh, I I really like Dak Prescott, but you know what? I really like uh, I really like the idea of playing for Russell Wilson more. Uh, so they did that. So we'll talk about that. We'll get into my Broncos. We'll get into the Chargers. We'll get into the AFC West. We'll get into the Patriots kind of doing you know, what they normally do in free agency. Last year we knew it was an anomaly uh, because that was just absolutely insane what they did last year in terms of signing everybody and right. anybody. Right. Uh, they're like, and you get millions, yeah. and you get millions, Very and you get millions. from the past 20 years. But it worked, and it's going to work. And I just, again, to the Patriots fans out there that are trying, ready to cut their wrists because they haven't signed every free agent like they did a year ago, Relax. You this have the before. greatest coach in the history of sports. Right. You're gonna be fine. And he's like, I swear to God, if we don't go out and trade for you know, get Chris Godwin and Calvin Ridley, even though he's suspended for a year, and we don't <laughs> get the ghost of Randy Moss, and if we don't bring in goddamn Marvin Harrison circa two thousand and five, I swear to God I'm gonna kill somebody. It's like <laughs> pump the brakes, bro. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Mac Jones is going to be fine. Now, I, I, we will talk about the Patriots as the show progresses because there are some things that do need to happen for the Patriots. If they are going to have uh, improve upon last year, which I believe they will, uh, I think that Mac Jones is going to grow, and I think he's going to yeah, succeed. I agree. Um, but, uh, yeah. I like Mac Jones. We'll take your comments, your calls, 774-992-8702. Obviously, the big news of the weekend. Or was it big news? I don't know. It was big news to some people. Uh, some guy named Tom's back, I guess. I, I You know, I, guess, I think there was uh, some quarterback from Tampa Bay. Apparently, he was retiring. I had no idea. Oh. I, I didn't even know. And everybody's like, oh, Brady's back. And I'm like, well, don't you have to be gone in order to come back. How long, was, how many days, I saw a list of how many days things lasted over, like, his well, retirement. Let's see, we're up to, what, uh, it's been two years and three days now, two years and two days since uh, two weeks of flatten the curve. Right. That definitely lasted longer than Brady's retirement. Yeah, growing peat moss, I think, grow, it takes yep. longer. Uh, the MLB retirement. lockout lasted longer than Brady's retirement. Yep, yep. So there is that. Yep. Um, I think, uh, let's see, uh... What else lasted longer than Brady's retirement? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to figure. We'll we'll come up with some stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you think Ben Roethlisberger lasted in that bathroom stall longer than Brady's retirement? <laughs> too soon? Yeah. Oh shit. Because yeah. if there was one big winner here this week of Brady coming back, the biggest winner, it was Ben Roethlisberger, because now he doesn't have to share the stage at his Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about Tom Brady overshadowing him because, I mean, fuck. I mean, they're probably going to – by the time Brady retires, they're probably just going to have, like, a whole wing dedicated to Brady. Yeah, no shit. He's be like, did you know Brady was 44 years old when he threw this fucking touchdown? Yeah. And it's just, like, to a wide-open, like, Gronk, and he's just, like, Gronk's, like, out there, like, hobbling down the field. He's like, oh, I got it. Because he can still – his hands are just magnetic. He's just, like, Magneto. He's like – Yeah. The ball just falls into his hands. Uh, so, yeah, they'll probably have a whole fucking wing devoted to him uh, by that point. And, uh, yes, Kyle, the Christmas lights are definitely uh, are definitely classy, okay? I, I, I'm still holding <laughs> on to the coziness that of the winter that was Christmas. I think now that daylight – do you see they want to get rid of daylight savings time, like, again? Yeah, good. They just want to do it. Why is that good? Why is everybody so on board with that? Because they don't farm like they used to. They don't need the yeah, extra time. It doesn't shit matter. At nighttime do, now. Do you realize? You do realize, like in December, like right, like Christmas Day, you're gonna wake up at like eight thirty in the morning, and it's still gonna be pitch black out, right? Well, it doesn't matter because a day is not twenty four hours long anyway. It's twenty three hours. 
59 minutes and like three seconds. So each year it fucks up anyway. So who gives a shit? So 24 hours. No, it's not. It's, it's like eight Listen, seconds off every 57 like seconds is not that long every of a time day. in the grand scheme of things. But but every day. So they want to get rid of daylight savings time. And I'm like, didn't we do this in the 70s? Haven't we already done they, this once? They proposed it and a few times. Everybody hated it. They were like, no, fuck this. This sucks. I mean, I don't know. I think there's some states that don't do it, but. I don't know. I thought some people were on board and others weren't. Yeah, I don't really know. It's never really been a problem because I'm not one of these people that's like, oh my god, I hate daylight saving time. I just like I kind of enjoy it. I like it when it's lighter later. That's all. I, I would have enjoyed it if I was at work at you know three a at two a.m. and all of a sudden it was three a.m. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's the only good day about it. Yeah, the only one good night. Probably should have taken overtime instead of bang. I out. thought of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Oh well. Whoops. It was worth it. it was totally worth it. Uh but no. So Brady's back. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, like I said. You kind of have to be gone before you can be back, right? right? So sucks for that guy who blew five hundred grand on a football. That guy got fucking do- yeah. dude. Does he get to be like I'm That's- suing now? Because fuck you, dude. You know, like I don't really know how that works because one of those I would love to, and I would like to know because I know memorabilia stuff is like it's pretty strict with that kind of stuff, right? Like authentic, or like legitimate. Shit, and he legitimate. I think he bought that the day before Brady announced his retirement. Uh, right, his com- yeah, it said a comeback. day or three days, something like that. Something like that it was within a week, anyway. Right, this dude pays five hundred grand for Brady's final touchdown, and, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm back," and you're like, "What the fuck? This ball isn't worth fucking five grand now, like right. let alone five hundred. Yeah, it ain't worth shit. So I gotta wonder. I have to wonder if that is gonna be like, or if like, nope, all sales are final, motherfucker, like. Pretty much. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Imagine spending $500,000 like, all right, well, this is Brady's first last touchdown ever. Right, right, uh, right. It's know. like, oh, now we're going to do that bullshit. I mean, if you got five hundred grand to spend on a fucking football, then it probably didn't really matter much to you anyway, but still. I mean, Right? I, that's kind of the other thing, too. If you're spending a half a million dollars on a football, chances are that half a million dollars doesn't mean a whole lot to you to begin yeah, with. Yeah, you're probably worried about a lot of other things, but still, five hundred grand. You would think that that would sting to most people. I mean, I spent $65 to book a round of golf tomorrow, and that stung. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, $65, that's like a full tank of gas. Ugh. It's still not full for me. Not yeah. for you, no. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, so we'll, we'll take your calls on Brady coming back. Did you buy the retirement? Did you not? I got to say, I was I was I a little it. wishy-washy on I it. I bought it full on. I was like, yeah, this is it. I think the more, the, the further away from the announcement we got, the more I I started buying into him coming back. Like, the no, like, legitimate, like, thank you, Patriots. The no, like, legitimate, like, farewell, goodbye. It was just a couple tweets. Yeah, I think I'm going to go spend time with my kids and wife now. Just kidding. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> so, which, like- so let's start there. Fuck it. We'll fuck the free agency. We'll start with Brady. Um, You know, because one of the things that I I, I kind of said, and I was talking to, talking to our dad about this earlier, actually, is that is the sign of, like, that man, imagine being... That good at your position, like that good at your job, and you're still and you're just the ultimate competitor, and you're still physically able to go do it, and you don't. I feel like he would be doing a tremendous disservice to the Dan Marinos, the John Elways, the Peyton Mannings of the world that physically couldn't do it anymore. Right. Wanted to do it, couldn't do it anymore. Their bodies just said, Nope, this is it. You're done. It's over. So for him to walk away after leading the league in, you know, 
yardage. I mean, granted, he threw the ball like fucking seven trillion times and, right. you know, whatever. It was those like really fucking <laughs> fluffed up pad stats, but whatever. Right. You know, it, to lead the league in passing yardage and, you know, go out with 40 touchdowns and, and a divisional round loss to the eventual Super Bowl champions, it didn't feel very Brady-esque. Didn't feel very Brady-like to me because you right. know that man is a competitor and you right. know that man wants to play. And he said it time and time again, I'll retire when I suck. I, I was waiting for a break to, to throw that in there to say that because I'm like, he had mentioned this before that he'll retire when he sucks. He didn't suck at all. You know what I mean? It, however you want to dice it with, with stats and, and this and that, it, he still played absolutely fantastic the whole time, the whole year. If you had him on your fantasy team, you were not upset. I had him on my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> You were not upset. Except for when he fucked me some weeks, and I should have put in fucking Stafford. I had both Stafford and fucking Brady this year. Facts. But, there, well, yeah, yeah. That's a fantasy argument for another time. That's a whole whatever. That's a whole other fucking, that's a whole other shit can of worms. Is that? Yeah. It, yeah, okay. Uh, sorry, I was shutting off that mic because it was picking us up. But, oh. um, no, that that uh, that whole thing that he said, and you know, the, the one thing I remember standing out from Brady in this conversation about him retiring was... I remember years ago, I don't know, I don't remember how many years ago or who did the interview, but somebody asked him point blank, like, what scares you, what intimidates you the most about the game of football or on the football field? And almost without hesitation, his answer was the end of my career. Right. Like, that man does not want to give up football. Dude, why would you? He eats, sleeps, breathes, and shits football, which, as someone who also does that, I I can appreciate that. Right. Now... We've been at odds, you know, in terms of fandom for 22 years now. And it'll be, you know, or going into 22 years, the 22nd year or 21st year, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I don't see that changing. I will still be rooting against Tom Brady. I'll still be rooting for him to lose every game. And eventually I'm going to be right because Father Time is still, I mean, undefeated. Brady might be beating his ass right now. But, you know, if Brady's, you know, Ivan Drago and... Father Time is Rocky. Rocky's about, probably about to get up off the mat and yeah, slay him. Like, it's about that time. Like, yeah, you've had your fun, motherfucker. Um, but no, it's 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 going to be an interesting thing to watch because Brady said he didn't want to be part of a rebuild. Right. And if you look around at what the like the Bucks are losing, like they just lost Whitehead today, the safety. Yeah. I believe went to the Jets. Uh, they've lost. They grabbed that ga- gauge. Is it? Justin Gage. From, from Justin Gage the, from, from the Falcons. From the Falcons. Yep. Uh, you know, they're working on a contract for Godwin. Evans is back, but they really don't have any. You know, their offensive line is, is going to be. Is Gronk coming back? We don't know. Probably now. He was eyeing Buffalo, wasn't he? He was talking about going to play with Allen, and now that Brady's back. But now that Brady's back, I don't see him leaving she, his boo. Right. You know? Yeah, of course not. That's his, that's homie. His, that's his baby girl. You know? Right. Tommy's like, hey, 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 Robbie. No, 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 no. Yeah, he ain't leaving. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't going. You, you, you're staying right here, baby. You're staying right here. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, I need those big oven mitts of yours. Yeah, no you know? shit. Uh, but no, it's it's one of those it's one of those situations where I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Bucks from a football standpoint. Right. And we said this last year: if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Right. With the Bucks, they didn't go out. They kept everybody in house. They brought everybody back. They haven't really gone out like outside of Justin Gage and re-signing their center and a couple other things. Like they really haven't gone out and gotten anybody to improve that team. Right. So I get the you know the idea that you you want to build from within and, and you, you do that, but you've got a forty four year old quarterback who, not for nothing, but he retired already once. Right. <laughs> probably not that far away from doing it for reals this time. Right. You might want to go ahead and do something about it, but I don't know that the Bucks can do a whole ton 
about it because they don't have the cap space. They have a lot of guys that are uh, coming up in contracts that are going to either be let go or, or, or cut, whatever, you know, traded. It doesn't matter. They're not going to be re-signed after this year. It's If you go back and look through all of it, we've, we've covered it ad nauseum on the show. Right. But the Bucks are kind of in one of those situations where not a great situation for Tom Brady. No. In terms of winning. Now, I get it. Brady is better than no Brady if you're the Bucks. I mean, let's be real here. The Bucks were, you know, a couple days ago, they were looking at like, oh, my God, can we please somehow manage to get Deshaun Watson? Is that possible? <laughs> like, is it at all possible? I mean, which I feel like the entire NFC South is in on Deshaun Watson right yeah, now. No like, shit. Yeah, Carolina, New Orleans, K- Atlanta. Yep. And had Tampa Bay not gotten Brady back, they might have been in on him. Yeah, for sure. So you've got that whole dynamic. But I think the Bucks. look, I, I, I'm – I'm happy Brady's coming back for the simple fact that I get to root against them. Yeah. It, it, I need more than just the Kansas City Chiefs to hate on. Right. You know, and the Steelers, even though they got my guy, Mitchie Tribbs, and we'll talk about that too, I don't know that they're going to be good enough for me to go back to hating yet, you know, like I did in the, in the, in the mid-2000s, mid to late 2000s. Um, so I need this. You know, as a football fan, I need this. Right. <laughs> I need Brady back. I can't. I'm not ready to let him go. Like, that's the last thing I have left to hate. Yeah. Like, truly hate. Like, the hatred as a sports fan is so deep and entrenched that it's just, I don't, I almost, honestly don't want it to go anywhere. Because it, it, when, when you lose that, it kind of becomes boring. I know. When he retired and it was like, damn, you're looking at, like, Roethlisberger being gone, Breeze being gone, fucking um, Laserface being gone, like, all these guys that we grew up with, you know, coming in, like, the early 2000s, and then to finally see Brady go, it was like, damn, the NFL that, like, I more or less grew up with is fucking gone, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't really ready for him to leave yet. I mean, like I said, like, yeah, I'm not a fan, like... I guess it's kind of crazy to see what the guy's done over the past couple of years. I mean, the past maybe like two years since he's been in the league, I've kind of changed my tune and just been like, you know what, dude, fuck it. Get the fucking Well, he doesn't play for the, the Patriots stats. anymore. That's get, the thing. Yeah, he doesn't get play the, the yards. Patriots. Get all that. Get everything you can. Let's just see it happen. He's Who got cares? it anyway. He's right. Like, it's, if, we, he didn't re- if he didn't retire four years ago, he was getting it. Right. Like, once Peyton hung it up, you were like, all right, it's only a matter of time now. If he yeah. stays... If he keeps at this pace, it's like he could throw like twenty touchdowns for thirty five hundred yards for two years, and he's going to pass it. And all. he's going like, to pass it all, right? Like, okay, right. cool. Like whatever, it's going to happen. Especially right. the in longevity, this, especially was, in this day and age. Yeah, the longevity of his career was inevitable for him to come up with all that stuff. But. Right. So you've got you know there's there's that, but I just think from like a wins loss standpoint, like if I was a Bucks fan right now, I would definitely be pumping the brakes a little bit. Like you're 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 not a Super Bowl team if you're the Bucks, like with or without Brady. I'm sorry, they're not a Super Bowl team. Right. Uh, so they they're gonna have they got a lot of work to do on that roster now. Free agency doesn't officially start until tomorrow, right? I mean, nobody can actually sign their deals till tomorrow. A bunch of guys have committed during the legal tampering period, which right. has been going on since the end of the season. <laughs> so, yeah, we just know he's ever said anything. It's, it's like whatever. Right. Yeah, um, but they've got that, and then you've got the you know the the fact that they just don't have the cap space. They don't have the money to go out and really. Anything now they can be selective, and they can get impact players here and there. But right now they're losing more guys than they're gaining. Right. And if you look at last year, they weren't as good last year as they were the year before. I mean, it took them a couple of weeks to get going, but once they got going and got hot, they're like, oh, okay. And to be honest, we we've seen it. Brady can be had in the playoffs. These last couple of right. years, Brady's been shaky at best. Everybody's like, well, he let them back from a twenty-seven-three deficit. Blah blah blah. Almost brought him back. It's like, yeah, but he didn't. Right. And the reason they were in that deficit to begin with was because he couldn't stop throwing the ball to the Rams. 
And if it wasn't for Austin Eckler putting the ball on the ground fucking th- twice and then two other fumbles, it's like that game's not even sealed up. It's not even a fucking game. Like, we were literally sitting there going, this this game embodies Tom Brady's career right here. We're like, right. this game, the Rams just coughing this one up. Yeah, I know. Left and right. And we're like, here we go again with this guy. Like, seriously, how does he fucking manage? How does this manage to happen to him every single year? And it just so happens that, you know, Cooper Cup was like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. I know, beautiful over the and Matt Stafford there. was just like, no, no, no. Thank Tom, God Tommy, for that throw. Tommy, you got seven, bro. Yep. Okay? Keep it real, partner. Give to the needy. Yeah. You know, and Stafford's <laughs> like, I'm going to get mine. Yeah. And then finally. they did, which was good. I'm yep. glad the, the Rams closed the deal on that. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that the the, the, the Bucks are going to need, you know, starting with the secondary that we saw last year really killed them. You know, their defensive line, like, I don't know, I mean, is anybody really thinking, like, Ndamukong Sue is going to be that eat. dude? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you got Shaq Barrett as your best pass rusher, which, good place to start, but can you afford to bring in Chandler Jones or even an aging Vaughn Miller? No, you can't, right. you know? So, or if they do, it's like they got to get real creative if they can. Uh, it just it doesn't seem like it's going to be a very good year in terms of that Bucks roster progressing and being better because they didn't get anybody. They didn't really go outside of the building last year to get anybody. They brought everybody back from the Super Bowl right. team for the most part. And, look, it didn't work out. Right. And we kind of knew it wasn't going to work out last year. Like, you looked at that team and you were like. Like you said, you can't stay the same and expect to be better. Right. You're like, you, but you just knew. You're like, nah, that ain't going to be it. Like, right. I know they got Brady, so they got a chance. They always, You always get a chance when you got Brady. Right. Or a quarterback of that level, period. That being said, they weren't getting better. It wasn't going to happen. Right. And it's easy to look back on and say it now. And I know a lot of people are probably saying, well, yeah, easy to sit here and say that now because you saw how the season turned out. No, go back to la- this time last year after the Bucks won the Super Bowl and when we got we, when we were in free agency, I said it then. Right. So I said this a year ago, okay? So I called this a year ago. I was dead on about the Bucks this year. And I really don't want to hear anybody else's shit about it. Like, I mean, if you if you want to call in and argue with me, I mean, I got the receipts, okay? I can go back to the show a year ago and tell you, here's the clip of me saying the Bucks aren't going to, aren't aren't going to repeat. They're going right. to be, you know, I said they I said they'd get to the second round, or be one and they'd be one and done, or 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 get to the second round and be done because I forgot that the uh, there was the, uh, the the whole expansion of the playoffs thing. So I forgot that they were going to get a you know basically a JV Philly team. Right, sure. right. Which was just. I know. I do have to agree, though. I mean, I have to admit, not agree. I have to say that the the uh, the playoff games this year were fucking spectacular. I thought it was going to be kind of a shit show with that shittier team in there. It's going to be like a fucking extra blowout for another team yeah. or an expected random shit loss. You know what I'm saying for well, a good team? That it's, it's, you're you're going to end up. A lo- you're a lot more likely for the two facing seven. Right. I mean, come on. That's like. This isn't four versus five anymore. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Even three versus six, like every once in a great while. But it wasn't until it was what seventeen years ago the first time a six seed made it to a Super Bowl and won it, which was the Steelers. I think it's only been done um, one other time since with the Giants. The Giants and, in 07, yeah. Right. And it's just like, all right, like, nah. Right, right. <laughs> nah, I don't see it. Happening. I, I don't know why we thought a seventh team would make this any better, but right, that's my point. You, you know, know I mean? but they, but the NFL got what they wanted. They got their Monday night, you know, playoff game, which right, la dee da. Yeah, they got to get that. Which I got to miss this year because you know weddings and stuff like that. But, uh, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, but seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two, staying in free agency, staying in the NFL because we, we I want to get to this. Um, I do want to get to this Kevin Durant thing. Oh yeah, uh, in, yeah. A, in a little bit here about you know calling out the New York City mayor over the just the ridiculousness Loved of these it. 
of these uh, these restrictions and these COVID uh, these COVID policies that are still somehow in place. Um, but just staying in free agency right now, um, obviously the you know low key right now. So like I like I, I listen you know from a Bronco standpoint, I love what we've done so far. Russell Wilson obviously being a number one. <laughs> you like that. Um... Sorry, that that picture that I sent you—the new the new logo for the Broncos. Oh, you mean my new Facebook profile <laughs> picture? Yeah, yes, yeah. love it. Uh, I love DJ Jones, uh, the six foot three, three hundred pound defensive tackle out of San Francisco. Love him. Ordered two bottles of his barbecue sauce last night. Oh, he's got some of that. He he's got his own line of barbecue Good, sauce. Let's try that shit next week. And I was like, Yo, sup, fam? Yeah. Welcome to Denver. Yeah. I'll 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 support the cause. I like barbecue sauce. I love barbecue sauce. Yeah, let's go try a new one. Fucking a. So I got that, and then uh, obviously the big news of the day today was the Randy Gregory three uh, one hundred and eighty from Dallas to Denver. What was it seventy point three million or something? Or? Seventy million over five years yeah. uh, for Randy Gregory. But the thing was that like so the Randy Gregory thing is funny because Randy Gregory has not been able to keep himself out of trouble. He's never played more than eleven games or twelve games in a season. He's only had six sacks in a season. But that was all in like twelve or eleven games, and he That's hasn't good, he though. hasn't been able to prove prove to anybody that he he can stay on the field. Now I trust the general George Patton, the Broncos GM. I yeah. trust yeah. the general. I just I would I don't know if I love this signing as much as I would have loved like Chandler Jones or Von Miller. Yeah, because look, Randy Gregory's upside. It should be higher than those two. Those guys are older. They're they're a little longer in the tooth. That being said, five years, seventy million. It's a lot to invest in a guy that you're pretty much saying like, okay, we can get him on the right track and we can keep him in line. Now, I would so, love it if the Broncos went out and signed Vaughn Miller as like a, a, a kind of like the way that Denver signed. Uh, 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 Oh my uh fucking holy Christ Joe from Dallas uh I just drew, I just had the biggest illest you drew a plank I don't know who the hell you're talking about so I can't help you the See where's Sean Cowboys the Cowboys fucking defensive end fucking 94 Oh D where D- fucking thank you DeMarcus oh. where I'm like sitting here like I get stuck on the D I'm like yeah 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 D where they brought in D where to kind of be a mentor to Vaughn Miller and then, and that was kind of because Vaughn, if you remember, Vaughn had gotten suspended for six games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tore up his knee, and then he was rolling Molly at the Kentucky Derby with Wes Welker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then hundreds. He was just like, you know, they were, there was some questionable behavior going on there. So they brought in D Ware as kind of like a mentor to him. Now, I know they got Chubb, but Chubb's on a fifth year option. I don't know if Chubb's going to be here next year. And I don't know that Vaughn's going to be legitimately affordable for Denver right now. So right, right. I'm just throwing this out there as like a hopeful hypothetical right um but other than that uh that was the big one the other team that i see right now that is to me is improved in drastic fashion is the jacksonville jaguars i know i see them I'm telling you right now, Paul, as a Colts fan, if I were you, I would not be thrilled. Every day I go on and I see my news feed, and it's like, you know that stupid, like, picture with the Jaguars? It's like, breaking news, you know what I mean, on the side, and every yeah. fucking day it's Jacksonville signing somebody. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? So like, the Jags grabbed a boatload They got of money, people. bro. They got money to blow, dude. They got money to blow, but they also have a fairly attractive situation going on down there with Doug Peterson. 
Uh, and now you've got a ton of cap space. You've got a quarterback, a young Brand one who's new, yeah. supposed to be pretty damn good. They went out. They got uh, was it Christian Kirk? They went yep. out and got uh, who was the other receiver they grabbed? Um, they grab Allen Robinson? No. Who was the other? No, not that I saw. They basically got like a bunch of like number two receivers. Uh, was it the kid from the Cowboys? That they got, but the two big ones that they got, the two big signings were, don't ask me to pronounce the kid's name, but he was the leading tackler in the league last year, the linebacker from the Falcons. Young cat, baller, absolute baller. And then Fatakowski, the the nose tackle from the Jets, absolute fucking beast. You look at all of a sudden what Jacksonville is doing and you're going, huh. You know, I know the wide receivers that they signed leave a little bit to be desired in terms of the money they got, which, again, people get way too hung up on the money. Right. It's free agency. You overpay for everybody in free agency. No one's sitting there going, well, if I got Christian Kirk in the building, I'm giving him four years, $70 million. Like, No, 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 no. no not happening. Not happening. You're getting much less than that, but you're also extending him before he hopefully hits exactly. that Exactly. You're restructuring it. So... In order to get somebody a free agency, you must overpay. It is the name of the game. That is literally all there is to it. That's how it goes. That's what you do. The Jaguars are sneaky, sneaky, low-key building a fucking monster down there. Yeah. I really feel like in a year or two, if Trevor Lawrence progresses the way that he was supposed to, now that he has a real coach and they they got over that idiotic hire, Urban Myers, just incredible just grotesque top to bottom just downright fucking offensive yeah they set sunshine back a year hopefully he can dig himself out of this hole with a real co- real coaching staff i think he can i can't i do too the kids got we we watched we watched that game week 3 against denver and i think the ball was picked off but we watched him throw it we were like holy shit did yeah. you see how fucking fast that ball covered the league. we were like god damn what a toss I mean yeah yeah it was right to the defender's chest but holy shit that was yeah. a throw the week 17 or whatever the last game against the colts he was fucking dropping dimes on our defense dude back of the end zone i'm like god damn dude he's just putting him in there i'm like he's got town we all know that you know what i mean i just i think like you said the hiccup with urban meyer and the bullshit staff this year you can't really focus on your game at that point especially being a rookie guy coming in trying to mold yourself like that was just a shit show situation for him i think if they could smooth it out over the offseason especially with peterson like right it's a solid solid coach you know what i mean like keep the dudes in line and with all the new high it's like a brand new team dude you well that's kind of what i'm getting at right there with the, with this whole thing is that like i believe that the jags are actually building a pretty legitimate contender right now, and yeah. they're doing it in a way that you're like, okay, you've still got what are they number one or number two overall? I think they got the number one overall pick again, right? They, I think they fucked themselves because they, no, they beat do, us, right? They, yeah, they got the number two, right? I think so. I don't know. Who, who I'd have to. I thought they. I thought they fucked themselves out of the number I one by right. beating us uh, in the last week of the season. Because now it's either the Jets or Detroit, right, or something. The NFL like that. draft order. According to ESPN. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't uh, seen it in a minute. Uh, the Lions, right? No, yeah. no, yeah, Jags, Jags, Lions. So the Jags, Jags, Lions. The Jags right. were three and fourteen. The Lions had that tie, uh, that kind of fucked them. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they've got. I mean, really though, like you've got needs. If you're the Jags, you got a ton of needs. Uh, do you go? Do you take? Uh, what's his name? The big, the big fucking, the big boss man out of fucking uh, out of Michigan. The pass rusher? I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Or do you drop back? You know, do you trade back to, like, seven or eight, gain some more draft capital going down the line, and then take, like, I don't know, Jordan Davis? 
Yeah. You know, the big the big nose tackle from Alabama, uh, from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, Bulldogs. Or do you grab the, you know, what is it, Sauce from uh, Cincinnati, the corner? You know, like, there's guys that you can... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that kid. He's nice. There's Yeah, there's, there's a yeah, lot. Yeah. There's, this is not a very sexy draft in terms of, like, holy shit, look at these guys. Like, this, right. the, like you know, there's not a lot of quarterbacks. You're not hearing a ton about running backs. Right, or, not like a lot of skill position nasty. Or do you grab uh, Jay Will from Bama? You know, yeah. the uh, the wide receiver that tore up his knee in the national championship. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, you've got options there if you're the Jags to trade back out of that one spot. Because, look, if you're the number one overall pick and you're looking for a quarterback, that's where you want to be. Fortunately and unfortunately for the Jags, They're not. they, A, already have their number one overall pick quarterback, and, B, right. there was no quarterback worth taking number one overall this year anyway. anyway. Right. So shit year to have it. But maybe you get somebody who believes in – Kenny Pickett or Malik? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, is there anybody out there that really believes in him? That's the other thing, too. Are the Jags going to have any takers to gra- jump up and grab that number one spot for him? Right. For the value that it's actually supposed to be, you know, supposedly worth. So Right. And who knows who they might get out of the transaction? A couple guys, like you said, they have needs all across the board. And, I mean, it's it kind of sucks for me as a Colts fan because – it, it it definitely seems like the fucking Jags are on a fucking war path to fucking rebuild the team. They're, they're right, definitely they're, serious. They're, they're serious. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're at a point right now where they're like, no, nah, fuck this, bro. Like we we in it. We we uh, we about this, boy. We about I mean, this action, boss. I mean, a couple years ago they were right there with the fucking Bortles, weren't they in the playoffs? Quick Bortles. Yeah. So <laughs> and who was the offensive coordinator for that team? None other than my head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that just sucks. It the was... quarterback, Weisberg. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully he can do you guys a solid over there with I mean, not hope... getting A-Rod, but I don't think that really matters. Uh, no, we got Russ. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think that's going to matter anyway. <laughs> A-Rod? Who? Never heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it, just, um, it sucked. It, it was so nice for the past, like, I don't know, maybe like three or four years ago, the last 10 years of, like, from, like, 20, you know, from 04 or whatever all the way up to 15, 16, we just dominated the South. Except for a couple years with Arian Foster and the Houston Texans. They kind of, a little bit of a well, thorn that on was our the, ass, Well, but... that was 2012, the first year Peyton was gone. Yeah. They were good. Uh, 2011, obviously, you guys were fucked because Peyton was fucked. Yeah, I think 17. Did we play him in the playoffs? 17, we beat him? Something like that. Anyway, they've been around, the Texans. They, our divisions. Well, they got the Sean, and then all of a sudden they got good. They went from Schaub, and then they had that little lull, and then they got the Sean. Yeah, they're just sneakily getting better Billy, teams. Billy, Billy O was surprisingly good at getting them into the playoffs. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just liked yeah. it when we were shooing to win the division every year. It was nice. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. I miss those days, too. Uh, it was great. But, you know, uh, it was great seven years ago, but now we're, yeah. we're, we're back here. And, you know... As far as as far as that goes too, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna come out and say this right now because I'm so sick and tired because obviously the Chargers are making huge splashes. Yeah, I've seen in free agency. They traded for Khalil Mack last week, uh, end of last week, and then they grabbed J.C. Jackson in free agency. Now everybody is like, "Oh my God, the Chargers are gonna be the best team in the NFL." Oh my God, their defense is gonna be so nasty. Does Khalil Mack really move the needle for you at this point? Doesn't move it for me. Good player, great player, but it's not like I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, he disappeared when fucking Gruden canned his ass from Oakland. Well, you Gruden know what I mean? got rid like, of him in Oakland. Oakland was never good with him. Right. They were never good. They didn't really miss him when he left. They replaced him with a fourth-round pick in fucking Max Crosby, for Christ's sakes. Right. And then he went to Chicago, and 
in three playoff games had what zero sacks. I, I think haven't heard much of his name since two two quarterback pressures. Yeah. I think in three playoff games, and other than that, he's been pretty much just non-existent. Right. So I, I mean, look, Khalil Matt. I mean, does it make sense to him to go there? Is it is it kind of one of those like, oh, maybe this could work out as a change of scenery moves? Right. Yeah, sure, sure. He could he could absolutely be an impact guy in in San Diego or L.A. for the Chargers. Um, but is it is it like oh my god this is he's dunking where this this is I'm like oh shit I know I saw the news and I was just like oh okay. to me that was more reactionary of the Chargers right. to Russ Wilson going to the to the AFC West and them going like fuck yeah like, <laughs> Mahomes Carr Wilson like we gotta face that six times this year yeah. Fuck. Tell you what, like, they, they better be happy they got Herbert back there right now. And, and as they should be. Don't yeah. get me wrong, as they should be. And then they go and they sign J.C. Jackson. I think it was, what, uh, four years, 80 million, or five years, 80 some million, say, whatever, yeah, something some like decent. that. Serious contract. And I like J.C. Jackson because I like corners that make plays. All right? I don't give a flying fuck if uh, Trayvon Diggs gets beat deep for touchdowns here and there. Give me a guy that's going to pick the ball off 11, 12 Nine, times. Nine, 12 times. Yeah, yeah, And get yeah, it back to my you. offense. Like, give me that guy all day. Right. Sure. All right, you're going to get beat. Hey, fuck it. It happens. I'd rather you get beat and then get me the ball back 12 times than get beat and get me the ball back twice. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's I, I'll take guys like that all day. It's one of the reasons right. why I still swear up and down Champ Bailey is the single most underrated corner of all time because it's all he did was make plays and shut guys down. And get no credit for it while doing it. But right. <laughs> different beef, different argument. But I will say this about the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. And I mean, the Raiders are there, but they're just going to be cannon fodder for the division, I think. Right. I won't be surprised if the Raiders go like one and five in the division this year. Um, just based off their currently right off off the roster is what they got. Rick, uh, yeah, now Russ is overrated. Oh, now he is. Yeah, now yeah, he yeah, is. No. Yeah. Rick's Rick's just Rick's Rick's doing what Rick does. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just gonna come out and say this because people are like, oh, you know, everybody loves the, the the meme. Oh, the Broncos trading away their whole future so they can finish third in the division instead of fourth. That is okay. I get it. It's a it's a it's an easy like oh ha 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 fuck the Broncos jab. And it's an easy like thing to throw out there. If you actually believe that a they traded away their entire future, okay, first of all, you're dumb. B, if you actually believe that trading away said future for a 33 year old future first ballot Hall of Famer at quarterback is stupid, you don't know football. And C, if you don't think the Broncos are winning the division this year, or at least going to be in it up until week 17, 18, for the division title, I'm not saying second, third. They might finish second, maybe. But they're not finishing any worse than second. Right. As a matter of fact, right now, I could make the case, and I'm going to call it right now, the Broncos are winning the division. Yeah. And I think it's going to be I think it's going to be their division to lose because they have the best team in that division. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to finish third. Yeah, behind the behind I think it's going to be Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders. Raiders, yeah. I figured the Raiders would be last. Uh, who because the fuck said that they mortgaged their whole goddamn future away? It's only a... They, like, people, Russ will people, be there post those are, picks they traded. You know who, you know who, you know who says that? Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, because that's what they're hoping for. Right. That's all they have. Because right at this point, they're like, fuck. You know, if you're a Chiefs fan right now, and you're like, god damn it. Like, Teddy Bridgewater had us on the fucking ropes in December. And then Drew Locke had us on the fucking ropes Could in January. Could you imagine with Russ back there what that would have been a fucking easy, easy, you would have you steamrolled him in the division. It would have been 2-0. Bro, if we had Russ this year, we not only win that division, but we probably, I guarantee you this, we beat Cincinnati in the AC Championship. Yeah. If you swap us with Kansas City, 
Fuck yeah, we beat them. And we probably beat Buffalo, too. Fuck them. <laughs> Get fucking... a little run of the table, bitch. Fuck it. I, will... I said, listen, I said we would go 17-0 with Aaron Rodgers. All right, we'll go 16-1 with Russ. I was like, yeah, still getting you the same 16-1 because Russ is, at some point, Russ is going to, early in the season, Russ is going to be like, uh, I'm going to try and throw this ball over there. And Jerry Judy's going to run the wrong way. We're going to have a slight miscommunication. And it's going to be an incompletion on what would have been the game-winning touchdown. Right. And that'll be our one loss for the year. Right. And we'll be the first team to go 16-1 and one in 17 Ross games. a little more seasoned in the postseason than A-Rod, too, if I might say. Uh, better record, yeah. for sure. Yeah, a little yeah. more seasoned. That's what I like. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I like it better. But, yeah, I'm going to go on record uh, right here on uh, March 15th at 9.13 a. Uh, p.m. Right here on row one, seat one, the one, the only, uh, Joey Fats Radio. The Denver Broncos are your 2022 AFC West division winners. You heard it. Sign we need a, we need a bell like a fucking bling yeah. picks in. You we know need a, we need a fucking stamp that. Yeah, stamp that. Check that. Check that. Yeah, check that. Check that. Check that. The Broncos win this by two games. Yeah, check that. Uh, but I can't wait till the schedule comes out because I can't wait to see how we're going to win the division. I know we're going to win it. I just want to see how it's going to go down now. Yeah, the schedule comes out what April? The actual game schedule. Uh, I believe it's May this year. Oh, it is. Oh, I thought it was. April. I think it's right before or right after the draft. Oh, all right. I'm interested to see. Yeah, I'm interested to see what this schedule is going to look like, too. Oh, I mean, obviously, it's just like one of those things, because I want to see what games that I'm going to try and be like hopeful to get to that I'm probably not going to because, oh, yeah, what's that? It's like all of a sudden it's like a week later. Uh, According to this, 2022. What do we got? Schedule release date right down there. Stands, we don't know the exact date, however... It was released last year on May 12th. Oh, wow. 12 days Later, after the huh? draft. So, yeah, they do it after the draft now. I thought it was in April. Well, because I think it makes more. It used to be. It used it to be used, like right? I'm not just out yeah, of well, my the tree. Draft, but the draft used to be in April, too. It, right. It used to be like schedule release, then the draft, or the draft, then the schedule release. Because you, always, you, you want the draft before the schedule release. That way, you know, if you got like... Vince Young versus Matt Leiner, you want to be able to put that in a primetime rookie. Like, ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to see who everybody's... You know, you want to see who people draft, draft and take first. so you can make right. those matchups just slightly more juicy. Yeah, of course. Of so course. they got that. So, yeah, uh, but that being said, listen, I, I like what the Chargers are doing on defense. Unfortunately, I think the two major signings that they've had so far don't help them in their number one issue, which was yeah. stopping the run. Yeah. I think teams are still going to be able to run on the Chargers, no problem. Which, I know. You know, I don't know if you know about this kid, Javante, we got in the backfield. Yeah. You? But, you know, pretty fucking good. Uh, pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. You know? So, uh, and then the other thing I wanted to touch on about free agency before we move on, Mitchell Trubisky. Dang. Now, you and Sean are both witness to this, okay? I said weeks ago, keep an eye on Mitchell Trubisky in free agency this year because I liked Mitchie Tribs. As a retread, as a as a second opportunity guy, because he he obviously left Chicago, which is basically the Cleveland of the NFC when it comes to Chicago. Yeah, you, like you much. just if you're a quarterback and you go into Chicago, you're, you're f- fucked. You're just you're fucked. There's no there's no winning there. There's no way to Fields do it. Fields is fucked. He's fucked. He, yeah, I mean, and I, and I feel bad for these guys. I mean, look, Jay Cutler is the greatest quarterback in Chicago Bears history, and it was only because he played in like four years in the league by the time he got there, or three right, years, whatever right. it was. Yeah, six half a six so seven eight yeah so two and a half years you know before josh mcdaniels was like bye yeah i don't like you and he was like fuck did i do and he was like you looked at me wrong right well mcdaniels sucks 
Can't wait. I, God, I hope he trades Derek Carr away. Me too, because I'm hoping the Colts land his that ass. That would be amazing <laughs> yeah. if the Colts landed him. Um, and we'll get into the Deshaun Watson thing here in a second, too. But uh, Mitchie Tribbs goes to Pittsburgh. I low-key love this fucking move by the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, the contract details I haven't seen yet. I don't even know if they've come out with them yet because they were very quiet about them yesterday. I might have missed it. They might have come out today and at some point. Yeah. I really don't care about the money, to be honest. It's just... It's money. It's, it's fake. The salary right. cap is fake. Like right. you can, so many ways to circumvent it and get around it. It's like who cares? Who gives a shit at this point? Uh, that being said, I really, really, really like Mitchell Trubisky to Pittsburgh because there was one of I think what two places that I said he could go that I would re- that were quarterback hungry that I would really like him or three three because I I'll include Denver in that because I wasn't gonna be I would have been disappointed to go from like a Rod and Watson and Wilson. To Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, no shit. It would have been a big <laughs> letdown in that regard. But as far as teams with good coaching staffs and good solid rosters around him and, and the, a place that he could actually potentially have great success and, right. and re, rebirth his career, Denver was was one of them. Uh, but the two before that, the two best places I thought that he could go were Indy and Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I said it on this show a couple of weeks ago. So this is not a Johnny Come Lately take. This is not me just, you know, blowing smoke. You can go back, check the check the tapes. I got the receipts. I liked him going to Indy and Pittsburgh. I thought those were two really good spots. Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. You got a good, solid coaching staff, a good, solid roster. Yeah. You're steady at ownership. Yeah. There is not there. If Mitch Trubisky had gone to Pittsburgh as a rookie. Different we, story. We, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We'd be like, oh, Mitch Trubisky's right there with jo- Josh Allen. Like, yeah. you know, we could be having that conversation right now. Now, obviously, that's a little bit exaggerated, but you, you're, you, you, get what I'm, you get what I'm saying here. Right. There are certain places quarterbacks go to die before they even get a chance to live. Yeah. Just ask Baker Mayfield. Yeah. All right. So, you know, oh, hey, hey, who's your head coach uh, going to be in Cleveland? Oh, Fred Kitchens. Yeah, Fred Kitchens. I wouldn't mind seeing a Baker get the hell out of there and see what he could do somewhere else. I would love to see Baker. I would love to see Baker in Indy with Frank. I, well, I wouldn't Reich. be mad. I wouldn't be mad. Oh, I would be so excited. That would be, I would be just, I would probably be as excited as you would be. I'd be more pumped. I'd be pumped with Baker over. Tribs or fucking Teddy Twos, or I was happy when I saw those two guys get signed. I, I'm, I'm sure that you like you said you have your reasons for liking Trubisky in in uh, in Pittsburgh and stuff like that. But I just I don't know going from like Wentz. I want to upgrade. I don't want to go lateral or backwards. You I, know what but, I mean? But I believe Mitch Trubisky would be an upgrade, not only in the short term but in the long term, because yeah. I think Mitch Trubisky, while he might not like, he might turn the ball over more. Then Carson Wentz would his first year. I think yeah. long term building out, he would have been much better than Carson Wentz was going to be, or, or better than I think you think he's going to be. And I think you're going right. to realize that in Pittsburgh real fast. Yeah, I think when we get to like week six, seven, people are going to start looking at the Steelers and they're going to go, "Oh fuck." Yeah, Tribs is there, bro. I mean, I, and I'm not even ruling out the fact that the Steelers don't take Pickett or or Malik if he's there at, at whatever number nine or, or no, what are they picking at? Um, not number nine. Um, Number nine belongs to uh, Seattle. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what? Tribs was, what, a double doink away from going to the playoffs? Was that? I mean, he did have that one six-touchdown game in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's had, like, what's that word I'm looking for? He's had his uh, his flashes in the pan, if you would. You well, know he's, I mean? definitely shown, he's definitely shown some things. And right. I think when you look at it, too, when you get down to it, if you look at – 
the success that he had or, or what he had, the, the, the opportunity he had to learn under Brian Dayball and Josh Allen and kind of like go to quarterback school 101. Like, you know, he went to like the Annapolis of quarterbacking school and learned because he was learning while Josh Allen was learning. And he was, you know, not that much separated from Josh Allen in terms of draft status and potential and, and things coming out of college and right. years and all that stuff. Age, they're, they're basically the same. So he went and got that tutelage there, and now all of a sudden he goes to Pittsburgh. Now the only thing is, is that you got Matt O'Canada as the offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. We don't know anything about him. Yeah. All we know is that he was a offensive coordinator. He was an offensive guy and a head coach in college, and none of his offenses were very good in college. So, <laughs> kind of makes you like give you a little bit of pause. Right. But sometimes you get those guys that are in college in the college ranks, and they get better as they when they come out. And I know people in Pittsburgh are going to hate, they're going to cringe when I say this, but I love Mike Tomlin. I love the way he coaches. Think people are cringing over there? Oh, he is. Mike Tomlin is not very well liked in, uh, among Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Really? Why? If you poll Steelers fans, it's like 60-40 in favor of Tomlin. Yeah, I figured he would have much more of a fun. I mean, he's been a fucking solid coach. How long has he oh, been Oh, Pittsburgh's there? picking at 20. I forgot they were that good, actually. Oof. Yeah. Uh, he's been there since 2007, dog. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I mean, dude, it's so hard to fucking see. Pittsburgh is one of those teams, maybe one of, I forget how many, that have literally had, like, the least head coaching changes over, like, 30 fucking years, dude. Three head coaches. Three head coaches. Cower. Tomlin, Cower, Noel. Chuck Noel. Right, Chuck Noel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. fucking insane, dude. Three head coaches. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that is not only, like, that's, that's they're like the they're like the Green Bay Packers of head coaches. Where, like, the Packers, like, what they got with their quarterbacks, where they're like, yeah, we got Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I know we only got two Super Bowls to show for it, but we got Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the, for the 40 consistency years. is insane. Green Bay, see, you know what pisses me off about A Rod going back to the Packers, though? The one thing that really chaps my asshole about What's it the that? most is that it's not going to expose Green Bay for being the shit tier yeah, fucking yeah, franchise yeah. that they really are quick enough. Because as soon as Aaron Rodgers, because I, I really don't want them, I, I hope to God they don't hit on another first ballot Hall of Famer in the draft like they did with A-Rod when Favre retired. Right. Because they just they just don't do anything for their quarterback. Like, they're just like, nah, we don't really want to spend the money. Right, well, it sucks because... I mean, A- which, which actually, which all comes back to the whole reason why A-Rod was thinking about leaving there to begin with. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Like, A-Rod leaving, it was going to hopefully expose the shit front office that the Green Bay actually is, that the, that the Packers actually are. You know what I mean? But now that he's gone back, he's got to be like, ah, shit, you know, hold on. Save this for another... Don't worry, I got you. Don't worry, I got to go back though. I can't say anything right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like fuck, dude. You know what I mean? Like I was hoping he was gonna come out and just fucking absolutely trash the organization. Now I know that. Well, I know like Devonte Adams said he won't play on under the a tag, franchise. Yeah, which, which is why I don't get that. Explain why won't he play under a franchise tag? Because there's no tag? because there's no long term stability there for him. So also oh, he's wasting another year. Yes, because if he plays under the tag, he gets yep. the average yep. average of the top five at his position. Right. I saw him say that. And he was like, I'm not playing under the tag. And I'm like, why? Which is good. He shouldn't. And nor right. should he. The Packers, look, part of this whole getting Aaron Rodgers to come back bid was that Devontae was going to be with him. Be there, right. And it would just be the single most Green Bay Brian Gunst thing of all time if they were just like, nah. You can play under the tag, or you can hold out. We don't really care. Yeah. And meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers is like, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought oh, we I... had a deal. Yeah. You know, and like that would just be 
Oh, that would be amazing. Green Bay is like, that's for thinking about leaving because in the first Green Bay, place. Because Green Bay Fuck is you. a trash franchise. They're right. terribly... I don't trust anyone in the front office at Green Bay, and nor should any of their fans. Like, they, they are just... They are skating on thin ice with a brick backpack. And, with, and the only thing, you know, keeping them from falling through are the hopes and dreams that Aaron Rodgers is going to stay happy and or not do anything to submarine their, their chances because... Right. I just don't believe I don't believe in the Packers front office. I don't believe anything they say. They let Zadarius Smith go, who yeah, I thought was, you know, which that was stupid. Was, no, I mean it was it was expected because of his cap number. Right. But the Green Bay Packers are in cap hell right now. Right. And that's just, I mean, no, but Smith was Smith's good. I, I mean, mean, I know the solid. I know the Packers become the NFC favorite because they got Aaron Rodgers back, and once you get Aaron Rodgers back, you're that dude. Right. But like, oh, the Niners, they got go the Niners gonna get Bobby Wagner on the revenge tour, dog. Watch out! Like the Niners are gonna they, they, like as if the Niners need another good linebacker. Right. They just add Bobby Wagner to the mix, and then, you know, you've got a pretty decent team there. The Rams are still the Rams. Right. You know, you're gonna go. You know, you you get now. You got Brady and the Bucks. You know, it's yeah. not like they're yeah. gonna be shit. You know, they're, they're not gonna be. They're not. Do I think they're legit Super Bowl contenders? No, but are they gonna be there? Yeah. No, but they're not an easy win. No, they're not going to be you know a fucking I mean? easy out for anybody. Right, you know. Uh you know, there's some different there's some different things going on right now in the NFC, but I would just love it for the Packers to get exposed of being just yeah. just terrible franchise and just nobody going to play there. I would love for them to just absolutely have a shit tier year just I mean, not and because then, I don't want A-Rod to do well. I like A-Rod. But it's like, dude, you can't continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. You know, you could have saved a shitload of money, brought somebody else in, got rid of A-Rod, maybe changed some shit up. I don't But if you get rid of A-Rod and you go with Jordan Love, now what now and now you're what, five and twelve, you know, six and eleven on the season. Would they get the kid anyway for what, you know what, what I mean? You, well, that's why it was the single most idiotic draft pick in the history of the NFL. Right when they did it, because you know they could have out your new wheels. They could have had huh? D, they could have had T Higgins, you know they could have yeah. had uh, who else was in that receiver was, from uh, Cincy, right? Was yeah. it T Higgins? I think DK was in that. Was that the same draft? I can't remember. 20, DK went super late. Twenty twenty. No, I think was DK nineteen or twenty. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, there was uh, you know there was there was options there available for them that they could have gone out and gotten somebody anybody. That would have helped them win. Instead, they go and they get the replacement for the guy that's been there for 15 years. Like, right. A little too premature on on getting a And it pissed off Aaron Rodgers. Right, right. And the whole reason we had this drama for the last, you know, whatever, 375 days, whatever it was now, was because they made that draft pick. Right. So, shame on the Packers. Shame on Brian Gunst. And shame on, all, on everybody in that front office. And I hope eventually they get their comeuppance. Yeah. So, fuck them. Um, <laughs> and it would be really funny to see like Kirk Cousins, like just go out with the Vikings and get like smashed by every good team they play and go like seven nine and one, but they like win the division because the Packers were just like Aaron Rodgers like fuck you. yeah they just shit the you know, and, shit and Kirk the Cousins is like you like that and we're like nah Kirk we're seven and nine we really don't Isn't like he, that yeah Kirk Cousins though the twenty three million dollar a man and something like he just got resigned didn't he dude makes more he has been the highest paid average like average annual I highest saw paid that. player for the last four years yeah and I think he's like three games above five hundred or something for his That's quarterback insane. record he's made like over two hundred million dollars in his career two hundred fifty million dollars I mean, good for him guaranteed money 
Good for him, but yeah. what the fuck his, are they? I don't know who his agent is, bro. Who, be- but he, who believes in this guy? I don't know. His agent talks his ass up and goes, oh, by the way, we're going to need at least 20-something million guaranteed. So that way, you know what I mean? Over the course of fucking seven, eight years, however long Kirk Cousins has been in, dude, he's amassed quite a bit of money just doing that. Yeah, he really has. And, and to be such a fucking normal, like, mundane average quarterback. Right. And he's like, well, you, you know, he throws up all these numbers. And this, I'm like, dude, it's 2020, like 2021, throws up numbers now. Everybody dude. puts up numbers. This is basically a glorified seven-on-seven seven league. Like, yeah. if you're not putting up numbers, what are you doing? Right. Like, unless you're Trevor Simeon, you should be putting up numbers. Right. Right. Sorry. Like, I just don't, I don't know what, to tell, what else to tell you. 774-992-8702. What time we got here? We got, uh, I don't know. Yeah, 930. 930. 9.30. All right. So we're, we're rolling right along here. Yeah. First hour in the books. Yeah. And, uh, oh, whatever, another half hour, 45 minutes to play with. Uh, let's touch on this Deshaun Watson drama real quick because cool. this... Has been a just fascinating story. Fascinating. I was so pumped when he got dropped of all criminal charges the other day. I was like, oh shit. I'm so like, it started there on Friday. He went in front of a grand jury to see if he was going to be indicted on criminal charges. Grand jury couldn't indict him. And he walks. He walked. Sean Watson is now free and clear. Now, can Houston just be like, you know what? Never mind. Well, if you remember. This whole thing started right after Deshaun Watson demanded a trade from the Texans. Remember, he demanded he wanted to be. He made it clear that he wanted to be traded away from Houston. So let's cook up some and bullshit. I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans cooked up some bullshit. Let's get twenty three chicks. That's undeniably, you know, yeah. you ain't denying twenty three chicks or four, whatever. Well, it was. the grand jury just did because yeah. they determined <laughs> that they couldn't find shit to charge him criminally, right? Uh, which, listen, if Deshaun Watson likes to get a little bit of freak, you know, he gets to get his freak on, you know, he's like, yo, listen, like, you know, it's like that Austin Powers thing, like, oh, yeah, massage my back. Yeah, ooh, lower. How is this? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be coy with me. It was yeah. Like a, a lot of vagina. Yeah. And uh, I didn't, sorry, I didn't make, I didn't, sorry, I didn't mean to break wind before you. Oh, didn't realize it was my turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so they, uh. They, Deshaun Watson gets clear to these charges, which I think we all kind of knew. Like the, re- the 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 stuff that was coming out was like it was like doesn't look good, but we were like, but where's the crime here? Right, he's just helicoptering his dick in front of a massage therapy. I mean, you got to shoot your shot, bro. I mean, listen, shoot or shoot, bro. Like, and I don't know what happened in those behind those closed doors. Right. We and apparently neither, they, there wasn't enough for a grand jury to be like, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, couldn't find anything on him. So now he walks free and clear. And if I hear one more person be like, well, just because they didn't indict him doesn't mean he, he didn't do it and he's not guilty. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you this right now. No one cares, especially no one working in the NFL that is looking for a quarterback. Right. No okay? shit. Do you think the Cleveland Browns give two fucks that just because he wasn't indicted doesn't mean he's not guilty? Give a fuck about that? No. The, the Browns do not give a fuck. They're going to be like, yeah. Yeah, the court says he didn't do anything. Raj, Raj, we, we good, right? We're good? Yeah, We're integrity. Good? Fuck that. Sign that, yeah. man. I got your integrity right <laughs> here, pal. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Can you throw a fucking football? Get your ass <laughs> over here. Uh, it doesn't matter, people. Like, and this, How many times this has to be explained to people? I don't, I don't get it why everybody can't figure this out. If you are talented and you are elite... And you are supremely hard to come by in terms of your abilities. You are going to get breaks that say you or I wouldn't get. 
that you and I would be, you know, if we did the shit that Deshaun Watson allegedly did, allegedly, because now it's just alleged, the court could not find anything that said he did it or anything did anything wrong. What are you going to do? Would we lose our jobs? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Probably. I mean, our employers would probably be real quick to wash their hands of us because we're not one of 32 people in the world that can do the job that we do. Nope. I'm one of like 5,000. Just in this state alone. Yeah, that high, that that applied. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, we're we're one in seven billion because anybody can do this fucking job. We are not special at all. Nope. Uh, But no, it's you. You got to understand these. No one cares. No one gives two shits if he was just because he they didn't they couldn't indict him doesn't mean he didn't do it. Don't care. Listen. I don't have a problem with my quarterback being a little freak. You want to be a little freak? Good. As long as you're a freak and gets me a goddamn Super Bowl, you can be all the freak you fucking no want. No shit. We've already touched on this. This off-field issue shit is yeah. not a, I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. Unless you, like, killed somebody, I don't care. Yeah. I, I mean, look, you're like, oh, you got a DUI? Oops. Whatever. Right. I mean, did you kill somebody? No. All right. Well, everybody makes mistakes then. Fuck yeah. it. On to the next one. Well, yeah, because if you killed somebody, chances are you're like Henry Ruggs. You're going to fucking jail anyway. So Right. Which is unfortunate. Right. You know, and that's and that's a sad situation. It is. And, it, and it, that should not be glossed over because that is a terrible situation. But, again, I don't care as long as you get me wins. That's it. I'm not here to look to football players as my role models. I don't need to be my dad. Nope. I'm not here to ask him to babysit my kids. No, I'm here for you to get me goddamn wins and make me happy for three hours on Sundays. Yeah. That's it. And I want to see some six touchdown celebrations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you can get some six fucking touchdown celebrations in, then let's do that. Yeah, I want to see some dope ones. So Watson now is being shopped. Basically, Watson and the Texans are organi- like you know, kind of organizing his shopping. So right. there are teams that are interested in him right now. You've got the Falcons... The Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, and the Cleveland Browns have emerged right, right. as a major player for Deshaun Watson. The Indianapolis Colts inquired about Mr. Watson, and the Houston Texans said, absolutely not. Nope. Doesn't mean they're out of the race, though, because if, say, Deshaun talks to Darius Leonard and Michael Pittman and JTT, and they're like, he's like, they're like, bro, you come here. We are winning a Super Bowl. Look at the guys we have in this locker room right now. Right. We can win a Super Bowl with you. Deshaun Watson could force that issue. He could say, no, I want to talk to the Colts. And he could say, well, I'm not waving my no trade clause for anybody except the Colts, much like Russ Wilson did for Denver. Right. Russ said, so, I, I'm so going Watson to one place and one place only. And that was the Denver Broncos after Russell Wilson had talked to Peyton Manning, you know, just uh, – uh, 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 Justin Simmons, uh, you know, a slew of other people, keep the right, right. He picked the brains of a lot of people and was like, yeah, I'm only going to Denver. You can yeah. trade me, but only to Denver. No right. Way. So yeah. Watson has that power of the text, which is he, good. Well, he does, but he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't know if he has that much power, but he can. He could force the issue. Right. I don't know that the Texans would go for it. I think they'd probably be like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just sit on you for a year, and then you can go wherever you want after that. Yeah. We'll roll the dice that you don't go to the Colts next year. Right. No shit, because that'd be the last thing. That's what I was telling That's what I was telling my boy Drew. I'm like, I don't think they're going to go to – there's no way that the Texans are that stupid to, to trade that guy within a division. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to see well, him twice again. Yeah, the that, fuck would, is... that, would, that would be like, you know, the Green Bay Packers willingly 
trading Brett Favre to the Vikings. <laughs> right, right. But Brett Favre was like, no, nah, I'm just going to sign there, so yeah, you can do. Right, right. And the Vikings were like, sweet. Yeah. And the Packers were like, no. It, it didn't really end And we matter. watched that whole shit show unfold for and the next four years. it was awesome. Yeah. But uh, I was only like two. Because remember, they went to 09, they were going to the NFC Championship. And then by 2010, Favre, you know, that was when he had the ankle injury and he was basically... Done, and then he went to the Jets, right? Yeah, he was basically Dunsky. Yeah, it was like three years, right? No, 08, he went to the Jets, remember? Because they traded oh, him to the Jets. he went to the Jets, Jets first? Yeah, they traded to the him. Yeah, they traded him to the Jets. I thought it was the other way around. No, they traded th- they traded him to the Jets. Then he became a free agent at the end of the year and signed with the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all blurred to me. I was like, "Where the fuck is this guy going?" I thought he was retired. Nope, he's on this team now. Now he's on this. Team. I'm like, "Would you just fucking quit already, dude?" I do kind of miss the Brett Favre drama of the late two thousands. Yeah, I mean, awesome. yeah, with Deanna. Which you just when you never knew if he was retiring from like oh five on. Yeah. Like, is it going to be this year? We don't know. He's he like sending dick pics to fucking, yeah. what's her name? That, like, it's like that guy. That chick the- that just looked like a younger, hotter version of his wife. <laughs> yeah, no, she, yeah, like, I know. Well, I mean, man's consistent. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the dick pic scandal. That's awesome. I want to show him a Peyton Man thing. <laughs> yeah, the um, Fob saga. What a great time. It, it really was. Uh, but no, so that, that, that would never happen. Like, I don't think the Colts are going to be in for Deshaun Watson. No, which why so. I still think they're going to end up with Jimmy Garoppolo. Which is going to be hilarious for me because come Sunday afternoons this fall, when you and I are sitting downstairs and we're watching the Colts and we're just going, Jesus, Jimmy, what are you, Jimmy? Jesus fucking What Christ. the fuck was that, Jimmy? And it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of those, there's going to be, there's going to be weeks we're going to be like, good job, Jimmy. Yeah. And you know when the good job Jimmys are going to come? When Jimmy Garoppolo just goes, all right, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to do what Carson Wentz did and check to a pass from a run. I'm just going to hand the ball off to the yeah. MVP good and Jimmy's, let him do it. Yeah, good Jimmys <laughs> are going to be like a second and four, and he good throws Jimmy's. it for seven yards, and we're going to be like, clap, yes, okay, yes. good job, bro. Good job. You didn't need you know, to four. We're going to have seven. good Great. Jimmys and Russell Jimmys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a lot of Russell Jimmys. There's going to be a lot of Russell Jimmys. I'm honestly, I'm hoping my, my guy's car right now. I hope something happens with him. That's the only guy that I could see. Imagine if they would. pulled off like a three-way trade, the Niners, the Raiders, and the Colts, right? And like the Colts send like, I don't know, a boatload of picks to the Niners. The Niners send uh, Garoppolo to the Raiders, and then the Raiders send Carr to, to Indy. To Indy. be dope. I'd be so pumped. I think that'd be the first and only three-way trade I could remember in NFL history. Yeah, I don't know. They don't happen very often. If they have, they've been very, for very, you know, small peanuts. But well, that's what I was kind of thinking before about saying like, can Deshaun Watson? Like, obviously, Watson wouldn't get traded from the Texans, not knowing that he holds that like no trade clause kind of thing. Well, he- could there be like a backdoor deal where like Indy's like, hey, 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 you know, fucking. Whoever the fuck team, Pan- Carolina. Hey, Carolina. You know, you guys get fucking Houston. We'll give you these guys for that guy if you no, promise to give us. It has to be disclosed, and if it's a three-way trade like that, it would it's got to be, be structured before the deal takes place. Yeah, like you can't have like your boy in Carolina be like, "Hey, trade for this guy, then I'll right. give you this, this, this in return." It's like us in fantasy being like, "Hey, I'm out of the playoffs, so let's trade for these guys, and you can take yeah. this boatload." Like, of fucking- I'm sure I forget exactly Probably some kind of clause, but or there's some, shit. some sort of ethical. Bullshit clause in there. But that's what I was thinking before. I'm like, could they do that? But that's just a lot of dominoes to fall on the right. Yeah, that would never happen. I mean, unless the Texans netted like. 
like Christian McCaffrey and like a first round pick out of the deal. But what would P- the Panthers like? What would they get out of this? Like they're trying to win. Like they feel like if they get Deshaun yeah, they're Watson, losing they could Christian win. and not getting yeah. Deshaun. What the fuck they're, do we have to do? I know what you meant. Like all right, not the Panthers because that's a bad, yeah, example, yeah, bad because example. They're in, they're in on the they're in on the Deshaun Watson. But I get it. Like right. All right, let's say like I don't know the Bengals. We're like yeah. somebody who would have some. Yeah, I you just know. I'm trying. Yeah, to... We'll trade a bunch of shit for. Yeah, we'll trade for Deshaun Watson. Sure. Oh yeah, by the way, trading with the fucking Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, we're getting JT and Darius Leonard. You're yeah. taking the show, which I would not want. You can keep every fucking quarterback. Keep Leonard. Keep JT. I'm know, not a fucking those, Colts fan anymore. Those two guys, that would be tough. That would I be know, tough. but they're my favorites. But where Don't do you think? Where do Where do you think he ends up? Because right now, I think the front runners, I, I think, have to be Carolina and New Orleans, which is fascinating because they're in the same division. And then you have the Falcons emerging as a dark horse. Look, if you're the but Texans, are the Falcons done with Matt Ryan? If you're looking for Deshaun Watson, clearly. I mean, that's what I'm. That's what they're pretty much saying to everybody right now. But, but they haven't the, come out and said anything. If like, you're the Texans, would you not be all on, all in on like listening to the Falcons if they were like, "Hey, we'll give you Matt Ryan in a first. You give us Deshaun Watson or some sort of trade pack, Matt Ryan draft picks. Fuck and you yeah. give us and you give us Deshaun. I mean, if you're the Falcons, that that's an amazing deal to have. And if you're the Texans. Look, I know Matt Ryan's not, you know, this isn't 2017. He's not right. MVP Matt Ryan. Right, but you're fucked out of Watson anyway. But, so you got to kind of recoup. Well, you're not, right. You're not keeping Deshaun Watson. Right. So what do you want more? Do you want draft picks, unproven assets, or do you want a quarterback for the next two or three years? I don't know. I mean, because, I mean, I, I think Matt Ryan's still got some good football left in him, but I would think, he want to play in Houston? That's, would Matt Ryan be like, no, I'm not fucking playing that. You can trade me, but I'm just going to hold out one of those kind of deals. Right. Like, or he goes to Houston for two years, hates it, and he's like, my career's over. Fuck or he's like, they, they pull out the trade, Matt Ryan's like, yeah, all right, I'm retired. <laughs> See you later. Or you can trade me somewhere I want to go. Right. But that's the, the so that's the tricky part of that. Like, Honestly, if I was if I was Deshaun Watson... Mm-hmm. Looking at the teams that have really come out and, and expressed, like, some serious interest, I'm going to fucking New Orleans. Why? Why would you want to go play with Dennis Allen? It's not like Sean Payton's there anymore. No, I know. I just I just like that team better. I don't know why. I wouldn't want to play in Atlanta. I would I, – if I was if I was Deshaun, of the four teams that are the most interested in him, I would rank them probably Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland is not even in my – Unless they were going to throw me A-Rod money. <laughs> I mean, I could see him going to Cleveland, though, because Cleveland ro- Cleveland's roster on paper is actually pretty, pretty good. Pretty stacked, yeah. But it's Cleveland, dude. dude. Like, no one, like, how many times do we have to see this movie before people figure out Cleveland sucks? It's never going to change. It's just There's, like, this intangible yeah. hovering over Cleveland. It's in the air. I don't it know just what it is. It sucks the life out of that whole team. No one wants to play there. Well, no, it's not that no one wants to play there. It's just that anybody who does ends up sucking. Which... In turn, makes nobody really. Does anybody really want to? I mean, I'm looking at a Cleveland Browns game check. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm in yeah, practice I mean, I'm every not, week. I'm, I'm not upset about it. Right. I'm doing my thing, but it's. I kind of feel like once you've made it to that level, being on a team like that is like, damn. I I just breached the surface. I am in the shittiest tier team in the best thing I could have possibly done with my life. That right. sucks. You Let know me, what I mean? Uh, I'm gonna post this. Uh, I'm gonna post this link up for the. Uh, the uh the the bracket right now. Oh, where the uh, NCAA? Well, yeah, well, you know, I've never it. in my entire life never actually filled out a legitimate bracket. Really? I've never done it, dude. I talk, dude. I've been talking about it for probably fucking fifteen years now about doing a bracket. I've never done one. No shit. Never ever done one before. There's so many. I mean, I'm just putting Oregon all the way through to the championship. I'm just riding, which I know they're not gonna win, but 
that's my college team, so I got to put the Ducks up yeah, there. Yeah, I got to pin this at the uh, at the top of the description here. Yeah, just post it, share it, throw it up. Everybody sign up, sign in, log in, whatever you got to do. Fill out your brackets. The more people we have, obviously, the funner the the tournament becomes with, you know, everybody's bracket. But we'll see. I don't think there has – there's never been in the history of NCAA brackets a perfect bracket before, right? Like, on, like, the registered, like, whatever, like, on, like, your actual, like, ESPN or whatever brackets that they register on the website or whatever. I I always love seeing how many weeks or how long someone's bracket can hold out for. And it's like, oh, shit, here we are. You know, it's like we're down to whatever, 30-something teams or, or 64, whatever the fuck it may be. And then, you know, they always tell you, oh, there's there's... 3,000 perfect brackets left. You know, oh, we're down to 17 brackets yeah. after that bullshit right. loss. I mean, you're, you're like, like we, Jesus Christ. You're like, holy shit. You're like a 16 beat a one. What the fuck? Yeah. Nobody had that in the first round. Well, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, That's then, always my yeah. favorite is like when it's you're not even out of the first round and you're like, all right, zero perfect brackets left. All right, sweet. <laughs> that, Good job, everybody. We'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. I mean, I don't, the best thing is in like, I was talking to a couple of people and we'll move on from the NFL stuff now. We'll get into some of the NBA stuff too, but we'll yeah. Let's touch on this bracket thing real quick um, because I love the March Madness tournament. Like, I think it's one of the funnest things. Like, if you're, like, Thursday, Friday afternoon, like, you get out of work or get out of work early, like, and you go, just, like, go hit, like, I don't know, your favorite local watering hole and just go watch some college fucking basketball. And you're like, yep. sweet, dude. You know, Saturday, Sunday, you got college. Ba- you know what I mean? Like, now for, like, the next two weeks, basically. It's fun. It's just, there's a, you're not like, oh, my God, I'm missing out on this game. But you're like. Oh, shit, there's a game on. Oh, the game's on. Oh, right. I'll oh, throw that sweet. on. I fucking oh. love that. It's one of my favorite things about college sports is, like, they're the perfect background to any situation. Absolutely. Because you don't have to, like, you're not necessarily vested in it, but, like, you're you're watching. You're yeah, keeping yeah, an eye. Yeah. You know, you're, you're paying attention. I mean, we're not really NCAA basketball guys, but I remember when a couple when Villanova beat whatever that year with that oh, fucking... Oh, was it uh, Villanova and uh, was it Gonzaga? Was it Villanova's Zyga? Was or it, no. Carolina. Carolina. That was Villanova. Tyler Haynes, bro, wasn't he? Lost? No. Oh, I don't remember, dude. I, no, I might be just throwing that. I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was Carolina, Villanova. Yeah, it was Ty Heels, right? I think so. Somebody of that type. Or Duke. Like white and blue. Duke. Yeah, I think white it was Duke and blue. Villanova. I don't remember. I don't remember. Either, either way. I just remember was... us falling out of our fucking dude. seats, literally falling on the floor. Like, are you fucking kidding yep, me? That's why we watch it, bro. But it that's was why fun. you watch it's it. It's fun as hell. So there's the link for the bracket up there. Go ahead and click on that link. Just go ahead and fill out a bracket. More the merrier. Um I know nothing about who's good. I don't either. I honestly I, I follow it I follow it zero all season. Right. I pick a bracket, and I feel like the people that do the best are the people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Right, right. You don't have a chance to overthink anything. You're just like, I like that. I team. like that team better. Those colors are cool. Well, you know, like I mean, I think I've got Miami in like the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, probably not a chance in hell they're going. But right, fuck right. It. Like, yeah. I know I got Michigan losing early because I know Michigan is vastly overrated. But right. All of a sudden, you go on a run. You win three games in a row, and you're like, sweet. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's like three like. What is it? It's like, I think, is it Jayhawks? It's Kansas? It's Duke? Um, is Louisville always up there? No, um, Louisville was for a little while, but not that, that was with uh, Patino, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah. There's always, like, your four or five powerhouse teams that, like, always are, that run deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Kansas, Duke, Kentucky. Kansas, Duke, yeah. Kentucky, Villanova, yep. Gonzaga, I feel like are always good. Like, yeah. There's always... Or it's Kansas, Kansas State. I don't know. Whichever one's... It's the Jayhawks. Yeah, the Jayhawks. The Jayhawks. Right, that's yeah. all I, I know. It's Kansas State. Is it? 
Yeah, I think it is Kansas. Yeah, it sounds from. Sounds. Sounds about Call right in and me, let bro. us know because we don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, your basketball royalty teams, you know, like your Purdue, your Perdotes, and your Indianapolis, yeah, Indies, yeah, yeah. Indianas, and you know, whatever Michigan State and Michigan, who is garbage, but you know, they brought us the Fab Five, so yeah, fuck it, you know, yeah, thanks. It's, it's one of those things. Yeah, so I'm just good looks, bro. Yep. I mean, Jay Will's out there punching fucking dudes in the face now. It's like, <laughs> cool, man. I can get down with this. Like, right, I right. Really, I really can. Uh, 774-992-8702. That's the phone number if you want to give us a call. We've got about uh, about half hour left. Word. I'm going to take a piss and uh, you want a drink? Uh, yeah, you may as well spruce yeah, me I'll up. I'll be quick. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. All right, what do you got? Soda? So, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, uh, do I have a... Uh... Yeah, I may as well. Yeah, okay. So uh, whatever. We'll just... we'll just talk to the people here for a minute, you know? Uh, but no, I, I always find that the... Uh, the NCAA tournament is one of those days, like, you know, I remember, like, when I was working a regular job and I used to have, like, Thursday afternoons off, I would always block my schedule opening day of the tournament and go to, like, a Buffalo Wild Wings or something random, some public place, and just sit there and be like, yeah, this is going to be sweet, dude. Like, we're just going to drink beer, eat wings, and watch a bunch of college basketball teams and players that I've never fucking heard of. Like, I don't know who any of these people are. It really doesn't fucking matter. Uh whatever like it's just it's just a fun time it's a fun event um so i'm very much looking forward to it uh you know especially sunday sunday's gonna be a good day i think sunday's gonna be a good sports day tournament opening weekend of the tournament uh you got nascar going to atlanta which is going to be a fantastic race so that one is very much piqued my interest because they're using the same rules package that they use at the super speedways daytona and talladega so if we get pack racing in atlanta oh baby I, I might have uh, I might have six races a year that are now must see TV, uh, and then you've got F one kicks off their season in the morning as well, in Bahrain, 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 whatever I don't fucking know, someplace way over in somewhere far far away, and uh, that's going to be a good day. So it's actually a really really good day for sports this weekend. Uh, it's a really good sports weekend. Plus you have NFL free agency. Plus you have training camp, uh, MLB free agency. I mean Freddie Freeman gone from the Braves. Weird, weird to see. Um, you know, unfortunate news for Fernando Tatis Jr. He's going to be out for a little bit with a shattered wrist. Uh, maybe baseball will get off their dick and do something about the uh, about the, the way they market their 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 sport and get people interested in it. Doubt it, but maybe. Who knows? Uh, but other than that, it's it's going to be a good weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, very much looking forward to it because there's just so much going on. You wake up Sunday morning, and it's like. Wall to wall sports, and what's better than that? And it, I remember there was—I forget what radio show I was listening to earlier this week—and they were like, "What was the best month for sports over the course of the year? Is it March, uh, January, September, or I—I I forget which. I forget what the—I think it was those. Those are like the big three options: was March, January, and September. You know, obviously September you've got college football, pro football, and. MLB heating up, and then, you know, January, you've got college football playoff. You've got, uh, thank you, sir. Might be a little strong. Your beef strong. I like strong. I very much like strong. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was just I was just saying, uh, what, Paul, what's your favorite month of the year for sports? Favorite month of the like, year? Like, favorite month where, like, we're just, like, everything's, like, fucking... Working like everything's like there's just shit going on left and fucking right. Um, shit. 
<laughs> I do like I do like fall when football starts and you got playoff baseball. So um, September was one. So so there was there's three three major three major options in this poll question. It was September, January, or March. If I'm gonna say any of them, I like January. Football playoffs trump everything and supercross starts. So and you got me, the college football national championship. And you got college football national championship, correct? Um you know, you got Yeah, I would have to say January. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna go September for me because yeah. tis the month of the gods. College football starts, NFL starts, NASCAR regular season, uh, playoffs start, baseball gets important, you know, for the first time yeah. all year. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty big. Then I would probably go March because you've got the NFL NFL free agency, which is just to me maddeningly awesome. Yeah, I was and, thinking more in terms of like the seasons, like like all, like in, during the season, what's like fun. But yeah, I guess March is a pretty big one with free agency. Well, you've I got always the, love so that. you've got the tournament, you've got free agency. You know, you're typically getting towards you know getting to the the beginning of baseball. Baseball should be in swing by now. No uh, fun. The NBA is getting important. You know, yeah, it's starting to get down to crunch time for the for the NBA. Obviously, I'm wearing my my sad. My sad Pepe Lakers shirt. Um, you get a West Brick shirt. I should get a West Brick shirt. West Brick jersey. Um, but it's you know, it's, it's, the Lakers are the Lakers. We're, listen, next year, this is not our year. This did not work out, dude. The thing about the Lakers is you never have to worry. Okay, yeah, you got like you got AD, you got LeBron, you got Westbrook, you got all these guys right now. The Lakers are always such a desirable team for any talent, anywhere, anytime. Facts. No, you're never gonna have a shortage of guys like, hey, who wants to go play for the Lakers? You're gonna have every fucking available hand up that's nasty. But you might not win a championship every single year. You're gonna be relevant, but it's you're, the Lakers, right? And that's the beauty of being a Lakers fan. That's why I try telling these Boston fans over the years, right? Like, bro, like we're the Lakers. If we want LeBron, we're gonna go get LeBron. If we want AD, we're getting AD. You know, like if we want, you know, if we whoever need, you want, you'll get. We got Kobe. We need Pau Gasol. Guess what? We're getting Pau Gasol. Exactly, and the one thing that I do have to say that the Lakers have over the Celtics is that ability to always stay desirable. Right now, I don't really know how desirable it is to play in Boston. It's not at all. I mean, you know look, what I mean? Kevin Durant snuffed them. I mean, the, the, Danny Ainge put the full court press on, and we covered this topic ad nauseum over the years of the right, show. Right. Danny Ainge put the full court press. He had Tom Brady, David Ortiz, Bill Belichick reaching out to Kevin Durant, saying, Everybody. "Dude, what a great city this is to play in, man. Come on, come play here. It's so awesome, dude. You're gonna love it." Boy, and Kevin Durant was like. Now I'm going to go join the 73 win Leia Warriors team. Never mind. Yeah. And it turned out to be the right choice because he won a couple of titles in that sense, but it was kind of the end. I mean, that was the end of Danny Ainge as, as the GM for for the Celtics. For the Celtics. And I know they like, don't give me the thing, well, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals two times after that. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about your Eastern Conference Finals trips. There's no fucking participation trophies for yeah. winning a watered-down East when the only good team is LeBron and the fucking I can give you a st- I can give you a story about really bad banners to hang from your fucking rafters if you want. You, you Colts <laughs> fans are seriously experts on that. Uh, but no one uh, gives a fuck about making it to the conference finals. After, no, they you know don't. I mean? But speaking of KD, so let's do this KD thing here real quick, Paul. Mm-hmm. Because so this was a uh, this was this was Kevin Durant uh, the other day in a post uh, in, in a post game press conference. I love so this. we've obviously the whole the whole Kyrie Irving not being able to play because he's unvaccinated and so on and so forth thing has taken a complete turn for the worst. Now it's got it's gotten so bad to the point. Well, Kevin Durant is calling out the mayor of New York City because Kyrie Irving is allowed to sit on the sidelines with no mask on, unvaccinated, 
but he's not allowed to step 18 inches onto the floor and play. Why, we don't know, uh, but let's... Well, is this... Can I ask this question sure. real quick before we get into it? Is is this, like, coming to the point now where, like, the people who basically impose these fucking stupid mandates and shit like that are just sitting there going, no, Kyrie has to comply to back when we had it. He doesn't just get to skate through now because we've lifted it. We're still going to make him jump through the hoops, even though everybody... You know, even though we're off this whole bullshit, I think they're just fucking stubborn that he did not comply, said, fuck you, and they want their win. They want their win, and they're not going to get it, and they're stomping their fucking feet about it. Well, let's let's hear if KD echoes your thoughts real quick. I think he does. <laughs> I would imagine that's going to be the case. And second, just what was the feeling when Kyrie comes into the building and sits courtside, walks with you guys into the locker room, but obviously can't take two steps onto the floor and play? It's ridiculous. Like, I don't understand it at all. I mean, can't, as it... Every, it's a few people in our arena that's unvaxxed, right? Like, they lifted all of that in our arena, right? So what's the... I don't get it. It's a no. second mandate that says he can come in but can't play. Yeah, I don't get it. It just feels like at this point now, somebody's trying to make a statement or a point um, to flex their authority. Um, but, you know, everybody out here looking for attention, and that's what I feel like the, the mayor wants right now, some attention, you know? Um but he'll figure it out soon. He better. Um, but it just didn't make any sense. Like, there's unvaxxed people in this building already. We got a guy who uh, can come into the building. I guess, are they fearing our safety? With, like, I don't get it. So, yeah, we're all confused. Pretty much everybody in the world is confused at this point. Early on in the season, you know, people didn't understand what was going on. But now it just looks stupid. So, hopefully, Eric, you, you got to figure this out. And that's pretty much right there says it all, Paul. I mean, look, the, nobody knows what the rules are. Nobody knows what's going on. And all it feels like is that they're just they're doing it to prove a point at this point. And we know they're doing it to prove a point. Right. You know, that we know that this is how it this is how it is. We know that this has long been an overblown, overrated everybody look, I don't care really where you stand on the vaccine at this point. Like I really don't. I mean, look, if you want to get it and I, and I I'll be honest with you. I've, I felt this way since day one. If you want to get the vaccine, go ahead and get the fucking vaccine. It's not my fucking business. I don't care. But first, well, let's not. Should we stop calling it a vaccine now? Because last I checked. It doesn't stop you from getting shit. Well, last I checked, I didn't have to get a booster shot for polio. So I'm just throwing it out there. But <laughs> yeah, I'm no virologist. I only play one on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I've also graduated now to a Middle East, uh, you know, climate expert. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah, so we'll get that going for Are you a wartime strategist, too? I, yes, yes, I am. I am basically Erwin Rommel, General Patton, and um, I don't know. <laughs> George Washington. All <laughs> fucking yeah, fucking, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> a, a, fucking General Cornwallis all rolled into one. <laughs> Stonewall Jackson. Um, <laughs> I got those pincher moves down, son. Yeah. I've been playing Command and Conquer on the reg. Red alert, bitch. I know every weakness the Russians have. You take out that bitch, Tanya, uh, it's yep, over. fucked. It's over. Uh, I got precision nuking. Precision down. nuking. <sighs> what, kid? Yeah. I saw I a love- big thing about Command and Conquer the other day, actually. It's funny you bring that up. Yeah. They're, like, trying to, like, get, like, surveys together about, a, like, a sick, like, mobile app for, like, all the Command and Conquers. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if you uh, can really. Listen, I love Command and Conquer. I still play Command and Conquer to this Yeah, but day. I'm not paying. As a matter of fact, maybe that's what I'll play tonight. I was going to play Halo. Maybe I'll play a little Command & Conquer tonight. Dude, CNC's fucking solid, bro. bro you should just go Always buy. You should been. go buy a gaming PC, and we should just fucking ball up and 
play CNC, do live streams of us playing CNC all night. I know, right? Like all Get on my buildings, Twitch account. All of yeah. the buildings. All of the buildings from Plot. The fucking old school music. Do you ever notice how like the soundtracks in like in are in like Red Alert and Command and Conquer? It just basically sounds like they like ripped off Ramstein the entire time and just yeah. like it's like all just like heavy industrial metal and you're like yeah sweet yeah they're like we need the same sounds from like 80s porn music but make them heavier but make them heavy yeah. heavy metal you know what I mean yeah, just, and then Ramstein comes along and they're like oh well, our prayers have been answered yeah. perfect uh, but anyway but back to basketball um, so nobody knows like really what's going on here right everybody knows the rules are stupid I don't care about the vaccine I don't care if you get it I don't care if you don't get it but we all know that this whole mandate has been bullshit there's a reason why all the mandates are going are being lifted. There's a reason why they're no longer people are no longer forcing anybody to do it. Now, granted, I think once the midterms are over, the if 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 that if things stay as, as they are, I think you'll see a lot of these things come back. Yeah, of course. But then again, that's a but that's for a whole different show. But let's just say for now they won't. They're lifting everything, and let's just say everybody's kind of waking up and coming to their senses and saying. Wow, maybe this was really stupid to begin with. You know, maybe you know, maybe I should, you know, I listened to the CDC when, you know, mask when they said masks work and you should maybe wear two. Um, but now I'm not going to listen to the CDC when Rachel Walensky comes out and says masks don't work. You can probably take them off. They don't do shit. Right. So like, who are you listening to, bro? Well, I got I trust the science. It's like, dog, you got pronouns in your Twitter bio, okay? <laughs> You think dudes can get pregnant? I'm sorry, you don't listen to you science. You do not trust the you science. You do not trust the science, man. I'm just saying you got some questionable scientific takes if that's what you're getting at. Right. Um, but neither here nor there. But that's, but Katie sums it up. I mean, it's stupid, right? And why the fuck is Kyrie Irving allowed in the building, unvaxxed, unmasked, allowed to sit on the bench, but he's not allowed on the floor? Where the same players who were sitting next to him were running onto the fucking court 18 inches in front of him like yeah. it fucking matters. Like it, It's fucking aggravating that we're even discussing this to be isn't honest it though, with you. 2 years later that we're still having this conversation. It's it's just it's it's alarming, it's annoying, it's obnoxious. Uh it and it's it, it I I think I would enjoy it more if people would acknowledge that ah fats you were right. I know. I know I was right. Yeah. I told you then I was going to be right. Now I'm right. And every day I just get proven more and more right. <laughs> it's like every fucking thing I said was just like people like, oh, fuck, shit. Yeah, I guess I was, guess I was wrong about that. Well, going to stay the fuck away from these people. Block, 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 block. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's just how it goes. But that's how it is because there's no accountability anymore. There's no accountability. No one, no one gets held responsible. But KD's not wrong. And he was right to go off after that game. And now this isn't like, you know, he, he went off like after he had a bad game either. He scored like what? 53 in that game. So yeah, it's not like he was just serious. lashing out because he struggled all night, you know, and went, went like, you know, whatever, six for 23 from the field and yeah, 13, scored, scored 17 points. And right. it was like, fuck, like we lost. Like, right. no, nope, he went off at a 53 point game. He's probably in a pretty good mood going, yeah, man, guy Kyrie, I probably could have, uh, you know, probably could have used him. Probably could have had sixty points with a few assists from his ass. You yeah, know, or, you know, or, know, even or, or maybe I wouldn't have had to score fifty three, and we could have won even more comfortably, and I could save myself for the playoffs when it matters. I don't know. Right. Uh, but anyhow, but nonetheless, it's All just things that come into effect. It's just one of the most ridiculous fucking things that we're going through, and it, again, we're back to this shit. But you're getting people, a lot more people now, that are starting to come out and be like, okay, when is enough enough here? 
Right. Because you got you had Trevor Noah, okay, who is not exactly a beacon of intelligence and or conservative thought. Uh, which this is that morning league show. We'll go, I guess we'll go in the same 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 tub. Um, yeah, you, Trevor Noah's the fucking. He's that wannabe Bill Maher on Comedy Central. Yeah, I can't stand him. That little. He's like South African, and he's like he like he talks sucks. like a pseudo British accent. He's not funny at all. Like he just basically piggybacks off of the thing. Like he, he's the uh, he's the epitome. He's the equivalent of uh, what was it that South Park episode with Whoopi Goldberg? He's like Republicans so stupid, <laughs> and everybody cheers. Yeah, I hate Republicans. Yeah. And everybody cheers again. Republicans are so stupid. Yeah. And everybody just keeps cheering, and it's like, okay, now for our next award. <laughs> like, right. That's like the monologue. It's like, that's basically what he, like, Trevor Noah sucks. Like, he's just, he's a fucking wannabe Bill Maher. Always has been. I've never liked him. He's just like this cheeky little cunt who got a fucking nice, like, you know, gig on Comedy Central. Somehow. Somehow, some way. And even he came out the other day and was like, Kevin Durant's not wrong. Like, it, you, people are, it, I think it kills people to have to fucking come to Kyrie to Kyrie Irving's defense because nobody wants to come to his events because he's kind of a fucking lunatic. Right. But at what point is enough enough here? Yeah. I find myself I mean, in Kyrie's corner at this moment. You know what I mean? I'm like, the dude stood up for what he believed, for what we all believed in, or for the most part. He stood up, was one of the very few, especially in the, in, in the public eye that he's in, and in, in the spotlight that he's in, to be able to do what he did and be right about it. And like I said, these fucking people can't swallow their pride. And they don't want to admit that he was right, and they don't want to give him his win. Right, and that's all it comes and down that's to. All it is right now, all it is fucking comes down a to, fucking pride swallow. That's yep. it. It is, and I'll tell you right now. I mean, look, it's not like Boston or Massachusetts, like not like we're that far behind New York in terms of retardism, um, and, and just doing dumb shit, right? You know, for the sake of you know trying to out woke each other, right? You know, right. like New York, Massachusetts, California, California yep. like they're all just like no, 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 no. <laughs> You got Cal. You got COVID restrictions. Wait till you see what I'm rolling yeah. out tomorrow, baby. Oh my beer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just fucking lunacy. I hope this whole thing. I said. I think I said it was going to be cleared up by the playoffs. Kyrie would be allowed to play right. by the time the postseason started. So I hope that's the case. It should be the case. I don't want to see Kyrie on the bench during a, a, a Brooklyn Nets home playoff game. Like what the fuck? Like absolutely not. Like no, like right. just no, just fucking no. Like I want if the NBA playoffs are to be the most entertaining version that they can possibly be, I want the best players on the floor well, playing. I, this isn't the All Star game. This isn't the dunk contest or the three point shootout. No, this is when the fucking rubber meets the road and this shit matters. Right, right. This is why you play the game. All this shit. This is what it's for. Is yes. these last final games of the season to crown somebody a fucking champion. Meanwhile, you have some idiot fucking mayor in some city. Who's sitting here telling somebody he can't play because of some arbitrary, arbitrary, nonsensical rule that everybody knows is bullshit? Yeah. But we're still going along with it because, well, we can't swallow our pride, right. you know, because we can't tell you. We, you know, if if it really, if if we were really being serious, you know, like I said, we're what two day, two years and three days into two weeks flat in the curve. Like we all knew that was bullshit. That didn't do a damn thing. No shit. Yeah. You know, if you go to a, a, a you know a, a well governed state like Texas or Florida, and you know their their COVID numbers are no worse and no better than anybody else, or, or they're actually better in terms of deaths per hundred thousand. Right. You know, in Florida, Florida ranked like what twenty sixth or twenty eighth. Yeah. In terms of deaths, you know, which was way fucking lower than Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, California, right. who were all in like the top seven. All these stay at home fucking. All these stay in your house. Co- wear ten masks. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I saw a guy the other day. I'm walking in. I'm pulling into the gym, 
And there's a guy walking across the entrance of the gym outside on a 50-degree day by himself wearing a mask. I'm like, this this can't be fucking serious. Like, Still I'm like, going I'm, it, it, The thought actually ran through my head in about a half a second. Like, you know, if I just hit the gas and run this dude over, <laughs> I'll be doing him a favor. Right. Like, somehow, someway, I'll be doing, or at least humanity, a favor. Right. I didn't. I just, you know... I, Right Called thing. him a dumbass. And, and just, you know, muttered, what a fucking idiot under my breath as I drove past him and you know, got my fucking lift in and then that was it. Yeah. You know, so anyway. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the whole, that was the KD thing. And I, I applaud KD for saying it. Thank you. Somebody yeah. had to say it. It's only a matter of time because now I think you're going to start. Bill Maher started this movement on the left. You know, these typical, you know, Democrat, liberal, you know, anti-Republican talking heads and and you know, famous people, whatever. Bill Maher kind of started it. And Bill Maher was one of those guys, like, at least Bill Maher is funny about it. At least Bill Maher is clever when it comes to it. Like, I don't agree with Bill Maher on a lot of stuff, but I have always begrudgingly respected Bill Maher because at least he's funny and he's witty and he's actually well-informed on what he says in his topics. (laughs) Unlike that dolt Trevor Noah. Um, But he kind of started this movement. If you've listened to it, he's like, listen, man, he's like... (laughs) I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal. He's like, I believe in certain things. He's like, I, I'm not, I'm not moving towards the right. He's like, y'all motherfuckers are just going way too far to the left. Right, right. He's like, this is getting ridiculous. And you know, I encourage everybody to go watch it. It's really fun stuff. But seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We're gonna wrap it up here with one more thing. We got the LeBron James thing. We'll wrap it up there, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here, and uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night. Oh, 8.30 yeah. right here, live on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. JoeyFatsRadio.com is coming. I can't wait for that. that that's going to be fun. It's going to be a, it's it's just going to be a, like a blog, pseudo blog site um, with a couple links and fun things in there. We'll be like blogging, reblogging, sharing, doing stuff. Basically, if it was going to be a Facebook post, you know, we'll throw it up there too. Uh, we'll have some links to some merchandise, stuff like that, uh, you know, down the line here, not in the not so distant future. Joey Fats merch. Joey Fats merch. Good. Um, so we'll be back on that bullshit, which is great. I uh, can't wait for that. Uh, but uh, go ahead and, at the, in the meantime, go over to our Facebook page, Row One Suit One. Uh, give us a like and a follow there. Give us a share as well if you like what you saw tonight. Like and share. Like, share, share, share. Uh, you know, be a friend, tell a friend. Kind of how it goes. Um, I apologize for the way the show looks tonight. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a work in progress right now. We got some, uh, got some better plans. Better plans here. I feel like there should be like stars behind me. Like just like like yeah. little like like a movie. I don't know if you caught it before I said I feel like I'm in that fucking Matthew McConaughey movie or whatever the fuck <laughs> the one where he's just an astronaut floating around. Fuck it, ah, uh, well, the... not Prometheus. It was uh, no, what the fuck. It's like brand new. Inse- just... Not Inception. Uh... No, no, no. Interstellar. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put that fucking no. background music. Interception. Yeah, yeah. Interception. Wait, I mean. Similar type of trippy ass movie, but what's a Hasselback? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what's the sitch? I fucking kind of what's love the sitch? I know. Actually, you know what's funny it was that whole Inception South Park episode thing. If you go back, there was a uh, call it uh, college humor did basically that exact episode before South Park did. So like Matt and Trey did the South Park um, the Inception episode. Yeah, and they were like, and then somebody was like, "Oh, dude, this is just like that college humor skit." And they were like, "What college humor skit?" And they watched it, and it was almost identical. Really? I'll show it to you afterwards. It was like, it was so bad. Like, they called, Matt and Trey called the college, the guys who did it, and they were like, dude, 
we are so sorry. Like, we didn't see this. We had no idea. Right. Like, they actually took him out to dinner, like, bought him dinner, and they were like, they and they were like, yeah, they were like wicked sweethearts about it. They were like, no, nah, dude, we just, we were like super stoked because we thought it was, like, we we just realized, like, we thought along the same lines as you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, kind of everybody did. Like, it was fucking awesome. But yeah, College Humor did it before South Park. No shit. To the point where, like, the South, like, Matt and Trey were like, they legit, like, flew those guys out to LA, like, bought him dinner, and like, were like, dude, we're wicked sorry. Like, come here. Jack, we kind of ripped you off and yeah. like whatever and they were like no 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 it's fine don't sweat it blah 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 blah. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to talk about real quick was because I, I know everybody loves to hate LeBron James including yeah. me sometimes he makes it fun he makes it easy he does he makes it easy he does make it easy uh, but the other night LeBron James became the first NBA player ever to notch 30,000 career points 10,000 career Assists and ten thousand career rebounds. Mm. Hoof. Say what you want about LeBron James off the court. Say what you want about his, you know, relationship with the Chinese. Say what you want about his hate hoaxes. Say what you want about his jumping teams and being a mercenary and blah 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 blah. blah. Which, by the way, you know, your boy Brady tried doing the same thing, and just the Bucks were like, "No, fuck you." Um, <laughs> you can play if you want to play you play in here bitch um, you can say what you want about all those things but you cannot take away from LeBron James' ability is, is you cannot deny his ability of gr- and a greatness in the sport of basketball hmm. if he is not the greatest player to ever play the game he is certainly the most versatile the most efficient arguably the most prolific physically able. I mean, it just, you could go on and, look, is he Michael Jordan? No, I mean, he's two rings short of Michael Jordan. But if, if look, if LeBron ends up, let's just say hypothetically LeBron's up ends up with two more rings, which I don't really think is that far-fetched. I think the Lakers will be right back in it next year. And I think LeBron's got another year or two or three. He wants to play with Bronny, man. But I think he's got like a couple years at this level, like where he can still go. Oh. I mean, people keep, LeBron went off for 50 points twice in three nights. Yeah, it's crazy. Back-to-back games. How old is he now? He's 37. Damn, almost 40, bro. 37 years old, still dropping 50 burgers. Yeah, he's like Vince Carter. The dude's fucking incredible. Yeah. I mean, look, like I said, you can hate him all you want, but you can't deny his greatness. I just think that people need to start putting some respect on LeBron's name as far as a basketball player. Again, I know it makes it easy. He makes it easy for us to hate him. He makes it e- he's an easy target. He, he he says dumb shit when he tweets out, you know, pictures of a cop who shot a black girl who was wielding a knife trying to kill another black girl, and the cop shot her and stopped her from killing that black girl and he says you're next. Right. You know, right. insinuating that he's, you know, that he's going to get he's Derek he's the next Derek Chauvin like it, look, he's not the most polished public figure that we've ever he seen. He came right out of high school, you know? I mean, <laughs> he's never made it past the first chapter of a book. Arguably the first page, some will have you believe. <laughs> I don't necessarily know that that's true. A lot of pictures will prove <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but 30,000 points, 10,000 assists, 10,000 rebounds. That's dude, insane. I don't know if we ever see that again. I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. I'd have to go look and see who's close and who could do it. But this man is an absolute machine, and it should be noted that he is an absolute machine. And he clearly, clearly has cemented himself in that upper echelon. Like, I always used to have five guys on my pillar, right? I had Jordan, Kobe, 
Bird, Magic, and then Dr. J was was my fifth best because the way he revolutionized the game, what he brought to the game. You know, I know Wilt and and and, and Russell and you know other guys and people could make arguments and, and so on. So those are always my five. Kareem. Like I think I'm gonna probably nudge Dr. J off of that top five pedestal and we're probably replacing him with LeBron because what he has done has not only been phenomenal throughout his career and he's been an absolute just just majestic to watch but he's revolutionized the game he's 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 the only guy that's ever done what he's done and he might be the only guy we ever see do it again right when are we ever going to see another six foot eight power forward like this that can move like that that can chase down Andre Iguodala and smack a ball off the backboard in Game Seven of the NBA Finals to right. save the game, and then win a, and then come back from three one, you know, to make it a three one right. comeback. Oh, I, I mean, I, look, will you ever see things like that again? Probably, maybe, but I mean, there's not. I mean, don't like you said, dude. His his fucking career has been nothing short but a Cinderella. You know, it's been nothing short of spectacular. Insane story. And every single day you get to watch LeBron James play basketball. Thank, just count, just count your blessings. Yeah. Okay. You say people they're like, oh well, we got. I can't believe uh, Tom Brady retired. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, so devastated. We're never gonna get to see Tom play again. Oh my god. Like, look, not for nothing. I've never seen Tom Brady do anything that I haven't seen another quarterback do. I've seen LeBron James do some other shit that. I've never seen another basketball player yeah. do that. So. And the thing about LeBron is he always finds a way to, like, cap. He, like, he's played in the biggest moments. He's played in the biggest games. He's capitalized on those great moments. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's he was clutch. He's done he's done everything that you – he's lost. He's won. You know what I mean? He's got, like, the most, like, well-rounded career in a sense. There's, that, there's no shortcoming of stories, tales, fables, whatever you want that could stem from LeBron James's career. And, I, I mean, listen – we got a six fucking episode last dance thing with Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Uh, I, we, you know we are going to get inundated with LeBron James documentaries there when this dude fucking one. hangs it up. Yep. He's the most marketable player in the history of sports. Maybe, I mean, arguably, maybe second only to Jordan. Right. But other than that, dude. Tiger before the. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, it's. All I'm saying is take two minutes and appreciate it. Take two minutes and appreciate it. On that note, Paul, let's wrap it up. Let's get up out of here. Thank you, everybody, yeah, for listening. If you uh, did not like and share this video, go ahead do and feel it. free to do so. Do it. Do, do it. it now. And, uh, oh, one thing we did want to uh, we did want to say, too, is uh, we did not touch on it during the show because I, I feel like we'll wait for Sean uh, to talk about it more next week. But uh, the legend Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, uh, did pass away yesterday. Uh, due to complications from a hip surgery, uh, Damn, blood clot loosened up while he was in surgery, and he had three heart attacks, and did not uh, did not did not make it off of life support. So, uh, R.I.P. in peace to the master of the machismo. Yeah, Razor Ramon, that sucks. Hey yo, <laughs> that sucks, man. I know I saw the Razor news. Ramon was the fucking man. Love him. Uh, we'll leave you with this little outro here, uh, and Razor Ramon, but. Uh, Joey Fats Radio, roll one, seat one. We'll be back next Tuesday night right here live on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. JoeyFatsRadio.com coming soon. Keep it in your prayer. Keep keep us in your thoughts and your prayers. T's and P's, baby. T's and P's. I'm going to need all the help I can get to finish this fucking thing because I have no idea what I'm doing. So if you know anybody that knows how to design these websites, uh, send them my way. Yeah, give us a call. And uh, we'll be back next week, Tuesday night. More free agency talk, I'm sure. We'll have more bracket talk. Be sure to fill out that bracket, too. Yes. Check y'all next week. Peace. Later.
Jose Ramon. I am somebody important, man. Me? I like Adam. In the Garden of Eden. I'm the only real man. Everybody, they want to be like me. Little kids, they want to grow up and be like me. Bambinos, forget about school. What you learn in a book cannot make you like Razor. You want to be like Razor? You got to do like Razor. You just take whatever you want. You got a problem with me taking whatever I want? No, you no problem. And if there's anybody else who don't like me taking whatever I want in the WWF,